Welcome back to the Frozen Limerick Pals. Now with recording. <laughs> now with recording. Now with recording. So last time that didn't get recorded. I ascended into Godhead. <laughs> we friends uh, with a dragon. I mean. We almost died to a dragon. <laughs> yeah. We're not in that order. <laughs> so while traveling to East Haven. You took a detour to go find the elk tribe because you, uh, I guess Vigo had a, I guess got warning that the From his tiger girlfriend. tribe was <laughs> going to raid them. So they decided to actually find the elk tribe to warn them. Uh, yeah, you guys took that detour. We're now like here, right? Yes. Again? Yep. Pretty close to where we put that, uh, where you found that other artifact. Yeah, and uh, yeah, ran to the dragon, knocked the uh, mummy off the dragon's back, yep. and then helped the dragon by tying it back onto her back. While she was crying. While she was crying. It's pretty sad. And then she agreed to come help you if you play your uh, lute. <laughs> so now we're about to go back to Cairdenval. <laughs> <laughs> Up Just to you guys. Show her and be like, can you please burn this castle down? Thanks. <laughs> She's like, I, I'm a, I freeze things. Oh, okay. Can you it's already freeze frozen. Can you extra freeze it? Yeah. Yeah. Can you, anytime Dominic comes out, just kill them? Okay. Well. Just hang out out here forever. Kill everyone. Let yeah. us know when it's I bad. mean, it's like a, what is it called? A siege. Yeah. <laughs> so, the dragon. They surrender or die. Tiptoes off into the tundra. Yeah, that was careful. so cute and so sad. Being like Methuselah, whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah. We have to go home so you can rest. That's, that's his name now. You're really old. Yeah, right? I mean, like, he's really old, right? Yeah. So that's Methuselah. I'm like, oh, we're, we have to get you home because. And, like, that was so sad because he, she would, while we were fixing. Oh, oh, this is the really important thing was he got knocked unconscious. Mm. As soon as you revived him, it was like, Vio, go help the dragon. What's wrong with you? Go look. Yeah. He, he, the, the dragon's, like, crying. <laughs> she was so real was sad. Like, What's happening? She just killed me, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so you went and tied the, the Methuselah back onto the dragon, and, um, yeah, then he was, she was, the dragon was all like, oh, you know how humans are really frail, and, like, they don't have very long lives, so he's kind of old, like... <laughs> Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> he is kind of old. Yeah. And frail. Do white dragons cry ice cubes? Uh, so that's that's where we left off. We were all standing around going, well, we almost died, and I guess we still need to find the elk tribes. <laughs> it is now about 10 a.m. <laughs> We've had a, oh we had a weird day so far. Yeah. And and where I mean, is everyone health-wise? You went 11 of 28... Of six temporary HP. That's right. So I, I did my thing. I mean, I'm at full hit points because I ran away from the dragon. I ran away from the dragon. Vigo took 80 points placed. Yeah. So, the moon, nothing I could do. The moon is currently uh, waxing, so in probably a few more days, it'll probably be a full moon for those of you who are werewolves. I am. <laughs> Give us a couple days. <laughs> we can all be werewolves. Yeah, we'll try it. We, uh, I go from a fairy dragon into a werewolf. <laughs> a bee. No. 
like a full werewolf. You're you're turned into a Yorkie. Yeah, <laughs> so you're no, no. Like, yeah. <laughs> One of those chihuahuas that just <laughs> bites everybody. Yeah. No, thank you. Did you like my meme that I made for you? <laughs> the chibi sailor man. Yes, I did. Okay, good. <laughs> it also okay. gave me a clue of how to handle B. <laughs> Everyone now has snacks. <laughs> From now on. From now on. Well, only the good guys, at least. The bad guys will die because they don't. <laughs> they don't have snacks. snacks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, you guys are just standing out in the cold, like 50 degrees under zero weather. I hate it. It's dark. What are you doing? Except for the moonlight off of the snow. And uh, yeah. You can't have that. What do you do? The dragon said hell closed that way. Right. Yeah. Well, we should go. Okay. Are you okay? Do you need... I can't do anything, fine. but... Uh, yeah, no, Alright. Perfectly a-okay. You effectively have 17 hit points, so... Chicken. What? I gave people some chicken. <laughs> he asked for it really nicely. He also was going to climb onto the counter and get it anyway, so... <laughs> you put the rest of the chicken away? No, it's that stall on the counter. It says not to get on the counter and get the rest that he can. <laughs> um, yeah, we walk towards the alley. <laughs> okay. Ah, this day, yeah. Begin to travel. Since this is wilderness, please give me a survival check for whoever's leading this. Um, I want to leave this. Hold okay. On. Wait, hold on. Let me I actually want to leave this. <laughs> I mean, I already said it, so I gotta do it. I mean... He's like, I got this! that you're yeah. going to lead it versus is everyone following? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Is everybody following me? I'm like, let's go this way! It depends on if it's the correct way or not. Now we can't know until the water or roll my thing. I followed you. I must die. <laughs> Modified 20. <laughs> okay. So, B knows the way. It's pretty easy. You just fly up in the air and look, look at the elk, look at the elk mm -hmm. and then go there. That's where they are. <laughs> this time around, that is the perfect strategy. <laughs> and there's just enough light out to make up all the figures of the herd. I think I gave everyone... Everyone here... Um, yeah, it's... Eyes of Night for the next hour, oh. so... So you have like 300 feet of dark vision. I forgot that it's dark. Yeah. It's, it's dim mostly light. mostly dark. It's yeah, dim it's light, dim right? light. It's basically permanently dim light. Uh, so you can still see, you just can't like... See well. Yeah. If we strain, we're going to hurt our vision. <laughs> I mean, possibly. So yes, yeah, so you... So B successfully guides everyone over to the... Oh, track. look! Hold on, I'm gonna name this. What is this thing called? <laughs> a pen? The, the, no. The, no. I don't know. The distance marker thing? Oh, yes. The, the ruler? None of those things sound right. You said ruler. I guess it's probably yeah. the closest. Distance ruler? <laughs> sure. Distance ruler. I'm gonna call it, because you called it the distance marker, so it's gonna be yeah. the distance ruler key. Would you like to add a word? 
Can I buy a valve? Mm, you don't have to. It has to fit either before or after key, though. Because I can't fit anything in between. Um, I'm blinking. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. This controller key is very good, honestly. Okay. Oh, shit. Alright. So you guys travel like another 30 minutes. All for those of you on foot, anyway. Have to... to deal with the, uh, basically, the untended uh, snow that's just thick in piles, and you uh, have to put your snow gear to the test as you're crossing the tundra and the mountains around the hilly area. But eventually, yeah. Sacred flame of the snow. <laughs> <laughs> Radiant energy doesn't do anything to the frost. It goes... <laughs> it is blessed now. It's there, extra sparkly for perhaps, two seconds. Perhaps the bacteria in the snow takes radiant damage. I firebolt it. I do 1d10 damage every six seconds to okay. snow. Well, Pew! you do this for the rest of your life, Pew! and maybe we'll have yeah, summer in a nice little it's, it's a way to make an igloo. It's not really a way to make a path. <laughs> So. Anola caused global warming. <laughs> Thanks, Anola. <laughs> well, I mean, we have the opposite problem right now. Yep. It's so. still climate change. Yeah. Yep. In Houston, we had uh, abnormally cold temperatures due to climate change, so... Mm -hmm. That's what... Houston is Icewind Dale, is what I've heard. Yeah. Well, that's what... Um, we believe that it is a scientific climate change that has nothing to do with weird god nonsense. <laughs> well, uh, so you guys, you have the elk herd in sight. So Vigo, you would know that the presence of the elk herd means that the elk tribe is nearby. Typically the elk tribe will put up a camp and they will usually have the camp for two days before picking up and following after the tribe so they're likely near they could be up to two days away uh, potentially from where the actual elks are but they will be close behind uh, do you see a bunch of tents do make I? a perception check I look Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. Um, well, I think that it's like the dark vision goes out to like, what, 300 feet? Yeah. So there's no tents within 300 <laughs> feet. Okay. Fair enough. Do you want to fly 30 seconds that way and look again? <laughs> if you don't mind. I will fly 30 seconds that way, which is 300 feet if I dash. Okay. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. <laughs> Are there any tents there? Yeah. Uh, you get some distance over there, and, and you do see um, a grouping of tents. You can see the little uh, fires that they have going there, keeping the camp warm. I realize that um, I, if I look back, I cannot see my group, and so I'm lost. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, then I guess I will go back and feel like it's this way. Okay. Head that way. 
Okay. Well, how are you approaching this? Yeah. Would you mind um, doing the talking to them? Um, well, I suppose. Let's let them know that the uh, Tiger Tribe needs uh, to set up an ambush once the hunters leave. Uh, maybe make sure hunters have not left. Uh, isn't this your tribe? Technically, yeah. So why aren't you talking to them? Because then they would know who I am. Why would you not want them to know who well, you it's are? It's like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm technically in exile, so like... Not good if I go back. Oh man, that makes the romance story so much better. It's no romance story. <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that, that happens. If we uh, go to see my people, I'll need to designate one of you to go talk to them, probably, so... Are you also an exile? Uh, uh, sort of, yeah. I <laughs> I am not an exile. Alright. <laughs> Insight check. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Like, okay. I don't I know what she's project, talking about. You project onto me. Yeah, yeah exactly. she must, she be, must an be an exile. exile. And you're like, well, I don't even know what kind of families fairy dragons live in. Exactly. I'm like, I have not enough information to uh, but I'm extrapolate a story. But <laughs> oh they, my god, I love that. They're like they lay their eggs in birds' nests, so they're actually raised <laughs> by birds. Is that real? Or are you speaking of cuckoos? Do that. Oh, okay. They're like parasitic. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, cuckoos, they um, they lay their eggs in other birds' nests, and the cuckoo eggs usually hatch. Mm-hmm. There's, like, specific species that they'll do this with. The cuckoo egg will hatch, and, eat the other and egg. then the baby will kick the other eggs out of the nest. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's where the term cuckolding comes from. Yep. What? Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> the more you know. This thing went because, wild. Yeah, because, like, the, the egg came from... Somebody, Somebody else. Yeah. Is, yeah. yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> I know what cuckolding is. Um, okay, anyway. Tiffany doesn't have the internet, so. <laughs> uh, my favorite insult is cuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, yeah, well, so. Then. So, somewhat, yeah, uh, yeah, no, um, I. You should, you should talk. I do like the insight rolling low as like a projection thing. That's hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> I, I love that y'all are asking me to whole bunch of scarves. Okay. Oh, here charisma. To talk to them. Minus, minus one. one charisma. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what about me? My charisma. I'll like... stand slightly in front of you. I'm technically taller than you. See, <laughs> <laughs> they were all majestically in my. Mm-hmm. You can also duck. No, I don't it say that. Just like... out of game. I'm not gonna meta game that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that was Clark as adult, so. <laughs> yeah, because I'm an adult. Who knows what B would say, but I know. I'm 300 and something years old. <laughs> I don't know if age has ever come up. We've never I'm, asked. No, I'm, two, I'm 240 years old. That is definitely adult by most every species standard, especially mine. Especially mine. You just mean that Chris goes seven. Is that true? <laughs> that's very true. You're like that's fair. Goliaths usually die by thirty. So. Yeah. 
Although not from old age. <laughs> no, not from yeah, old age. Yeah. They usually do stupid things. Their lifespan is just yeah. low, and statistically speaking. Actually, true of kobolds as well. They, they usually they, die young, but they can they actually can. live to be like 120. Oh, wow, that's sad. I always thought kobolds were really short-lived. No, they're very just, expendable. Just fools. Oh, yeah. that's so sad. The hold my beer uh, disease. Oh, well, they're <laughs> also just the, the mooks like for dragons, usually, yeah. so... Goliaths tend to fling themselves into danger and, you know. I have a question. Yes. Out of of character. Out of context. Not out of character. (laughs) Yeah, oh, oh, see, out of context. Um, Do you remember the thing that we did? I think you had us play dwarves. Yes. Do you remember this? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that happened in the first session? That did. At the end of the first okay, I finally didn't make any notes about it, but I thought that maybe I was going crazy because <laughs> there was no notes. I have notes about everything, and then for some reason, not that. I have a note about like a blizzard happened for five hours, but like a really important thing like that. No, no notes about it. Okay, cool. I'm glad we that all happened. died pretty quick. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah no, your but it was still. Was the sole survivor. Yeah. It was still important because, because we were yeah, assumed. my character decided to use a pepper shaker as yeah. a club. You so. were very dwarf and heroic, so. It leaned into that stereotype. Yep. Okay. All right, so you guys are approaching the camp. You have seen that Vigo has covered up his face with all kinds of scars and hoods and everything he can do. do which do I look like myself? Um, what are you doing with your hands? Just my scarf. Oh, okay, well put your hands down. It looks weird when you do that. You're kind of tall and like big. Yeah, that looks better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I just, I just put myself between you and like anybody who's from the thing. I'm just standing there like... You maybe like slouch some more? Like you're yeah. like doing the thing with your chest out and like you're gonna what go fight everybody? Do like, don't do that. You an ex. Huge man. Oh, one of the spears I took from the tiger tribe. Like, if you hunch a bit, maybe you'll look like you're older than you are. Are you holding something that looks as conspicuously like the tiger tribe? Because I, 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 I could I cause a different <laughs> problem. They have okay. spears. It's not like an orange and black striped spear. I know. Tiger tribe on it. Like. I, I would imagine there was. They could have a style. Order. I don't know. Like, imagine, like, no, you know, they go to a print school. shop for their freaking spears. Okay. They have a logo. They it's got a trademark printed on it. Yeah. Hydro print the spear. Hydro print the spear. Yes. It's like that athletic orange. Color. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. We do this thing. Yeah. You can continue your narrative. Yeah, we're really bad. I'm sorry. It's been a weird week. Oh, oh that's uh, that's what this is for. <laughs> so, you guys approach over to uh, the Elk Tribe. So, initially, you're going to run into uh, the, I guess, the Outriders, or what they're called. So, these are uh, Elk Hunters, who typically stay kind of like a distance from the camp, uh, usually to spot dangers. And so the first people that you run into is a pair of them, and they're just like, "Oh, there, travelers! What business have you with the elk tribe?" Uh, we have um, heard some word that was a bit troubling, and it concerns your tribe. So, uh, oh, do you want the chair now? Okay, make up your mind. <laughs> We have negotiations with cats. Yes. Yeah. The tiger tribe has arrived. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he took up the whole table. Okay. Oh, the tiger tribe is where tigers. <laughs> yeah. 
they want to sit in everyone's seats <laughs> yes. as soon as they get up. And that's why they're problematic. They're tigers. <laughs> they're tigers. Okay. Wow. Well, Which tigers? <laughs> How tigers? They're just like, yeah, they look towards each other and, uh, why don't you make a persuasion check? Because getting <laughs> random news from people you just barely met, especially important stuff, they may not necessarily trust your word for it. Persuasion? Yeah. So, 17? Okay. Rolled an 18 on the die. Nice. I kind of, they look to each other and after a moment of consideration, they're like, well, I, it's true the dwarves haven't been known to be liars. We'll, we'll take you in. You can explain that to King Jorund. And they start guiding you into the camp. Right. Um, and, yeah, basically everything you'll notice in the camp is made pretty much from, uh, like, hides and elk bone. So lots and lots and lots of, uh, uh, like, thick furs that people have on. They're clearly from the elk. Uh, it's just basically permeates this entire camp. The, um, the tents themselves, though, are actually kind of impressive because these are not small tents. These are like house-sized tents. These are huge for just being a tent. Uh, some of them are rather large, but, you know, the reason, you can tell that the reason why some, they take some time to put up and put down is because they even have, some of them have what you would consider like a foundation of sorts, mm. where they will take stones and build like a small foundation to build the tent on. And so it definitely is something that would take time to pack up and move, um, but yet yeah, you can see that uh, despite things, these tents are designed to withstand the cold weather. Like they are, you know, they're thick, sturdy, and you know they're big enough to house the people of the of the elk tribes. So they're nomadic, but like slow nomadic. Yes. So when you are led through the camp, you see this, and for the most part, everyone else is also mutually bundled up. So much like how Vigo is completely covered, they are also covered up like that. So his like disguise doesn't really seem to bring any attention to itself because that's just everyone right now is wearing winter gear to the point where you can't even see their face. Yeah. So nobody really comments about that. Um, but you see, you know, uh, people out and about. Mostly you see are hunters, and occasionally you might see like a uh, like a mother or a child like poking a head out of one of the tents. But for the most part, the people walking around are the hunters. And eventually they do bring you to, they lead you towards one of the larger tents. And they lead you in, and inside of this tent, so, if you will, it's sort of like a throne room. So it has kind of like a carpet laid out of, uh, of like elk skins laid out on a path, and it has a chair that it is made of basically elk bone. So it's got like two elk skulls on either side where you can rest your palms on. 
and you know very impressive looking with uh, large antlers sticking off from the back and here sits uh, another barbarian so he is also wearing thick heavy skins as you guys enter in some of the snow drift blows in with you and there are basically plenty of hunters already here and they do already seem to be in a discussion with the gentleman who's sitting in the chair and you basically stumble across them and one of them just you hear one of them as you're approaching the tent where he's going it's like King Joan Mjernir has said that the way to break oral spell is to go into the goddess's home and slay her and you hear Jaron say, Now who, Freytel, is mighty enough to slay a goddess in her own domain? Like, but it was prophesied. Because an elk tribe, an elk tribe warrior will be the one to slay her in her own home. And he just like kind of shakes his head. And the hunter with you is like, King Jaron, I bring guests from the Ten Towns. And he's like, we'll discuss this in a moment. And goes, guests from Ten Towns. You have bring news then, do you? Or trade? We do. Um, I apologize for interrupting your discussion. Um... We have heard news of the Tiger Tribe, that they, that they have plans to attack your tribe while the Hunters are away. Hmm. There was a uh, Elk Tribe member some time back that did me a good turn, so I thought I would... Um, Return the favor, I suppose. Well, do you perhaps know when this raid or attack is going to be? I do not know the... Did they give us an exact time? I think it was... It was like they were just waiting for the hunters to leave, right? Yeah, so but it was like soon. We, we hurried along. It wasn't like, well, we'll get to that. So probably mm. we can go on. It was this morning when we heard about it, so shortly. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was last night. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was, like, literally supposed to be, like, that, that day when they left. Mm -hmm. Do you have any plans to go hunt, like, today? We do send our hunters after the elk, but currently they're not that far away. The elk have not strayed too far from the main camp. I think they would be hard-pressed to strike now, but that does bring us... At the very least, I can send some scouts out and keep an eye out on the area to make sure that they're nowhere near waiting to ambush. So I thank you for this information, mm -hmm. because they've been long a... We have a long and storied history with the tiger tribe. Epic rivals? Epic rivals, epic friends, 
put now more rivals than allies. You were friends before at one point? Long before I was born. Oh, the stories. Interesting. interesting. I like a take on my little notebook. It's not like making notes. Are they mostly human? Is everybody human? Yeah, these these people are all human. They're, okay. They are barbarians of the Uthgard. Okay. Very well. Well, you are welcome to stay if you care. We will be happy to give you shelter for the night. Well, it's like 11. <laughs> yeah. It's up to you if you want to stay or not. Yeah, I'll kind of defer to... I mean, that's very nice of them, but we have important business. We've got to keep moving. We appreciate your hospitality, but um, unfortunately we have some pressing matters to attend to elsewhere. As do we all. I mean, ours are a little more pressing, probably. <laughs> Just stay under my breath. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> that we just have yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we wish your people health and success yours as well yours as well thank you very much for your for the news we do greatly appreciate it of course I'm glad that our faith and trust in the ten towns and the dwarves of the valley is not misplaced uh, I suppose one other thing, though, um, I have witnessed with my own eyes, there have been Grey Dwarves, um, the, uh, Durgar yeah. running about. I would be cautious if you notice any mysterious footprints in the snow. They can turn themselves invisible. Hmm. They were um, sighted around, um, in and around uh, Karakonig, but it would be good to take caution. Ah. Are these different from the Valley Dwarves? Yeah, I'll go ahead and describe kind of the differences. Um, They're evil. <laughs> well, they, they actually look pretty different. Oh, yeah. So, Grey Dwarves... Mm. Um, they have more ashen skin color, they, I think they generally have, like, white hair. Mm. They have, um... They have the, what D&D did the, look, it's an evil race. Did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they look I mean. different from us, therefore suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, there's, like, lore stuff around it. Right, no, yeah. It's, it's but... actually kind of sad, but, um... I'll just, like, explain, like, they have, um, strange abilities unlike other dwarves. As I mentioned, turning invisible, I've heard stories of other strange feats, hmm. um, that they are capable of, so I would be cautious, um, of that, but as far as the, uh, dwarves of the valley are concerned, uh, I hope that uh, we and you continue to have a friendly relationship. Indeed. Well, we have certainly not encountered many dwarves across the tundra. So that is pleasant news. 
at the very least, or we'll be on the lookout in case we run into any of these ashen skinned brethren. Thank you for your time. <laughs> they kind of nod and they show you out the tent, and you can kind of hear the conversation pick up of where they were left off. And they're just like, it's like, so King, King Gerard. He's like, as I was saying, and they, and they basically, you're gonna, they're, the hunters are showing you out, mm -hmm. unless you guys uh, are. I'm gonna listen as listen? long as I can, yeah. but I'm gonna keep walking. Okay, make a perception check. Yeah, ten. <laughs> I will be like, um, to the hunter who's walking us. Yeah. Like, does, um, does that guy want to kill a god? Uh, the hunter just kind of looks at you blankly, like, well, um... Uh, I, I mean, th there's rumors, like King Jerund has been really concerned about the never-ending winter. It's like, uh, look, I'll, I'll put it plainly, the elk herd is not doing well, because they've been eating lichen underneath the snow, but there's less and less lichen, because even that needs time to grow. And unfortunately, the elk have eaten it all up that they can. Have you guys, like, written to Candlekeep to ask him about the climate change problem? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know where that is. Mm. We just follow the elk. And the elk have been migrating further and further south. Yeah. So we normally are up much further north than here. This is the closest we've been to ten towns without having a war with the Ten Towners. We've actually had a lot of friction because of our proximity recently. They don't, they don't like you? Uh, they're... We have a unfortunate history with the Ten Towners, so we, they do not trust us, because in the past the barbarian tribes would rally and attack the Ten Towners. Oh. It's a different, it's a different time though. I believe um, the aforementioned past friendship between the tribes uh, was involved in one such raid? Uh, yes. It's, you can talk to the storytellers if you want to learn more about the, the history of the tribe, but that's uh, as a well, history. I suppose the stories to most of us we weren't alive or around we just had to deal with the with the ire of the ten downers our whole lives but we don't mind at least not usually because normally we don't have to worry about dealing with them we just live out in the w wilderness and occasionally some hunter or trapper will ask to trade furs with us and that's fine with us well, okay. Thank you for taking us to the edge of your place. Goodbye. <laughs> Farewell. And it's like, and he just kind of looks over. He's like, I was talking to a tiny dragon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> that was real. <laughs> I saw it. Yeah. Oh. Once we get a respectable distance away. Um, Everyone guess. looks at me. Yeah. Like, you good? <laughs> oh. Drama. Don't want you. So why did you get banished? Don't want to talk about it. I do. I know. That is going to make your whole thing worse. So. Okay. So you actually already hooked up with her, and I think I banished. No. I tried to kill her. It was when the winter began to set in, and tiger tribes kept raiding the elk. And we could foresee that this winter was different, and he decided, you know, we take a whole bunch of uh, warriors and we wait and we actually attack the ten or the tiger tribe, you know, like you know, for real, for real, and it didn't go very well. And uh, kind of created a whole incident where they wanted uh, yeah, reparation and there was going to be a war and it was a whole fucking thing. So. But, so one thing that kind of bothers me about this whole thing is you guys keep talking about how, like, oh, the Tiger Tribe keeps taking our elk or whatever. Like, they're wild animals, they're not yours. What do they have? Watched. We have a relationship with them. We have watched over them. Do they have tigers that they can go back to? What do they? I actually don't know. I don't. They have that one tiger. Yeah. They can only eat tigers though. Not usually. Yeah, unless you're a dragon. Like a big dragon. Use them to hunt. Yeah, hunt like elk. I'm just saying. Like like people raise griffins. They don't eat them, but you can. They're useful. Yeah, no, I get that, but I'm just like, you're you're like, oh well, they're trying to take all of our elk. They're starving to death too. Well, yeah, it's not a very good situation, and honestly, things need to change. You listen to the old men talk, and they want to go back out into the wilderness and follow the elk and trade a fur every now and then. But things are changing. The tribes are gone. It's just elk and tiger. There used to be more? There used to be many more. But you cannot sustain this kind of life forever. But that is either near nor there. We have talks, we have told them of ambush. Maybe they will not be stupid. Maybe if Do you I know was... any of those people? Uh, yeah. I grew up with all those people. I feel alone, but it is important what I am doing. I can do things I cannot. Like we find this magical lost city, maybe there's some sort of magic food machine I can give them. I don't know. I like go underneath your your uh, cloak where I like sometimes I'll chill out on the bag or whatever, whatever I do. I'm just like. Alone. We're here with you. This is true. I'm really cold also, so I'm just gonna <laughs> stay here. <laughs> yeah, it always been real quiet during all this just sort of walking like mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> Wind. <sighs> yeah. 
No. No, they probably would have been more impressed if I had. I no, I. My people don't generally set people on fire. It's usually more straightforward. Um, I think they would probably get along or have huge fights with uh, your people. So I think that's, we have. Yeah, probably. Uh, but no, I, I am not as strong as the others. And for a long time I was much weaker than I am now. And I don't have enough to offer my people, and I couldn't have kept up with their their way of life, their fights, their, their any of it. I um, I was injured when I was young, and it was almost died, and was very ill for a long time, and uh, well, it affected me. It, it's the reason I'm, uh, I, I pull up like the, and like, cause I've mostly like, even when we've been in inns and stuff, kind of kept whatever, but I pull up and I can, I can show you a little bit like, and I'm just bony, like really, uh, you know, look very, still very malnourished and just not quite, you know, like when somebody has been sickly for a really long time, you know, when they should have been growing. Um, and so, just not super healthy. Um, and I just, it's, it's a long story, but uh, I almost died, didn't die. So they were sort of proud of me that I survived, but also uh, I didn't have a whole lot of value outside of. Uh, How did you become a wizard? Where did you learn plenty of magic? I, um, when I was, so here's what happened. I was out fishing, doing what people do, it was ice fishing. And you know those huge, the knucklehead trout that we've been eating, they're enormous, and I was small. Um, uh, one of them broke through the ice, snatched me under the water. <laughs> Uh, took me under the ice, um, crushed many of my bones, almost drowned me. I fought it and managed to get away and drag myself to shore, but then I was ill for a long time. I got uh, infections and all these things, so I was laid up in a, in a bed for quite a while. And they, my people aren't cruel, they took care of me and, you know, did their best to nurse me back to health, but it took a while. Eventually, some people came through, a group of adventurers, kind of not not unlike what we might be. And uh, they had a cleric of some kind, and they had uh, a wizard who was there. The cleric, I, th I think just to prove that they had uh, some an amount of power so they could get something from my people, came and, and healed me. And it didn't, it wasn't, I wasn't turned into something that I wasn't, but I wasn't as sickly as I was. And the wizard who was there, I think, I don't know, felt sorry for me. Or 
maybe saw that I had some interest. I, I was my tribe's only indoor kid uh, by that point, and I liked books, and showed me how to do a few things. The, uh, the fire trick. I could, I could do that. It wasn't, I don't know. Once he showed me, it was, it was easy enough to do, and I just got interested, and then my family, the people around me were, I don't know, I think they were excited that I had an interest and there was something that I could do. I clearly wasn't going to be a warrior or a hunter or anything like that. And so they encouraged it, let me experiment a little bit. Occasionally you would come back with books. Um, but they... Wow, they got you books and everything. Yeah, I think sense. they killed some wizards, but, you know, oh, they probably had it coming. That's that where I got sense. this staff, so... Okay, yeah, I was just going to say, because, like, if the... You know, as long as you have a focus and stuff, I... I'm, most of the people in the school that I went just decided to be wizards and just did it. But usually they had a lot of, like, money. Right. It kind of takes a lot of... We didn't have that kind of... It's... We're not those sort of people. There's not... We don't have schools. Yeah. Uh, there was no sending me off to wherever. You know, so it was just a matter of meeting various people. And when I got a little older, I got a little stronger. And was able to get around. I mean, for a long time, I couldn't even walk. So it was. Well, there's a spell for that, hopefully. Right. Well, uh, the uh, the. I'll find you some more books. Right. Uh, maybe so. So that's what I set out to do. When I became of age, I couldn't stay because I wouldn't have been able to keep up and couldn't, especially now with food resources uh, being less, I was better off going out on my own. And if I can gain the kind of skills that would be helpful uh, and respectable to them, maybe I could go back someday and help them. I think, I think there's, I think they do a lot of things in you know, traditional ways that don't make as much sense as, you know, it's just, somebody could go back and change things, make it better, maybe. Unless they don't want things to change. Which they may not, but it doesn't really, it doesn't matter that much to me because they, no one's expecting me to come back, so I can do whatever I want, so I, I want to go learn more magic and find, I want to find this lost magic city of things. I want to find out what there is and if there's something I can do maybe to help them, if they want that, great, and if not, I'm okay on my own. I can do things. This so. magical city is going to be the thing that puts me on the map. You can put yourself on your map. You you draw the maps. Yeah, you should make I sure to put everybody else's you. map too. Yeah, it's true. Make a really important map. Castle B, City B, B City, City. Mm. We'll workshop it. Yeah, we'll work on that. Beatopia. Beatopia. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so it's, you know, I feel a little alone. You but name it the hive. Yeah. Sorry. What? No, it's okay. It's like I've, I've felt a little alone, but we, we, we seem to be having a good time, and if everybody doesn't die, you know, the rest of the day, that, that would be good, so. But tomorrow it's okay if we do. I mean, who knows what will happen tomorrow. Yeah. 
So we're walking, by the yeah. way, while this is happening. Like, I don't think we're standing around. Yeah, so I'm trudging around just being like, I don't so tell we'll people put you stuff. Guys near the hill if you want to measure out where you're... You can, once again, uh, you have yeah, tundra walking distance. So um, like roughly here, right? Yeah. Um, and let me pull up my... And where are we trying to get to? We're trying East to East Haven, yeah. yeah. So we're trying to go back to the road, I guess. Yeah. Almost exactly two and a half miles to the road. Okay, so on snowshoes. What do you know about snowshoes? That is half mile is. per hour. Mm-hmm. So two and a half miles. Five hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crunch. Crunch. <laughs> time you guys hit the actual road. So you get back to the east way, finally, at long last, trudging through hills and just dense snow. And it's powdery, too, because the wind blows it all over the place. Um, which is kind of weird, is that it's not necessarily fresh snow, it's just that it gets moved around enough that it doesn't settle. It's fluffy. Yeah, but still fluffy. And it does crunch when you jump in it. Yeah. I do that once and then immediately regret it because it's yeah. like just Your because. Your whole like bottom side is covered in snow. Covered in snow. Um, I did that for real in Colorado where it was like really nice. So it's like, oh my god, the snow is so great. And I like jumped into it and it was awesome. It is wet. Like yeah. nobody. It's made out of water, right? The snow was also pretty much immediately wet. Mm-hmm. Very upsetting. Yep. And I hate it. Um, here, never been anywhere where it actually snowed enough to be able to jump into it. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could just see, you can say that you've done it. Yeah. I don't know if the snow here would even melt because it's so dang cold. Oh, yeah, it won't yeah, melt your body heat, so it wouldn't be wet. Yeah, it's like, it's negative 50 degrees here. <laughs> yeah. It's like the standing temperature. So that what is. What about the walking temperature? Uh, I mean, it gets worse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're creating air movement. Yep. <laughs> Alright. Imagine a lot of, like, <laughs> strategies with clothes for yeah. cold weather, or, like, just trap, like, All have, like, your puffy jackets and stuff yeah. that are, yeah. So do you have any banishment stories? Are you banished? Okay, uh, I wasn't banished, fortunately. Oh, that's good. That means uh, two of us. I went away for school for a time, but... <gasps> Where'd you go to school? Was it Do in, I know the was it indoors? Right. <laughs> you went to one of those indoor schools? <laughs> yes, I I actually went to school. Um, it was a it was a temple of Doomathone uh, down south. Well, that makes sense. Do I know about the school? As somebody a with the school thing, yeah. Uh, I mean. <laughs> Do you know that temples it's, exist? <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, is, is it like a... It would, it's a, it's, it's a real like... dwarf thing, so basically you'd have to... So first of all, Doomathone is not like super popular among dwarves, okay. and then it's also not like... I mean, the dwarves don't necessarily talk to other people about Doomathone, because... Okay. So, so it's not like there's academics, like, papers being passed back and forth out of it, or right? Okay, right. Yeah. So they, they keep to themselves, they train their own they don't necessarily proselytize. 
Oh, I've never heard of Bud School. That's crazy. Um, most of the places that I've known have a lot of like collaboration between academics and stuff. Um, what was what did you go to school for? Oh, um, well, I I wanted to help people, so um, I decided to become a cleric a few a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So I went down south. And it was very interesting leaving the ten towns and just seeing more of the world out there. But um, I started learning things, and I, I I've had questions about just why the world is the way it is, and. My family did too, and I decided I wanted to become an exorcist, so I started training under one. Um, because I remember I have names for these people, <laughs> and I... It's okay, you don't have to be It happens, yeah, I was like, I definitely had... I, I, I love I how I have, were. like, a notes... Thing here and it's empty. Yeah. Oh, good. I don't need these. Um, my teacher was, um, he was an old dwarf. He, he was an exorcist, so I, I worked under him for a few years. Oh, okay, it was a religious school. Okay, mm-hmm. I get it. It was, it was a, essentially a monastery. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, Most of the time, you don't need a lot of exorcists. Then, occasionally, whole cities get dragged into hell, and then mm-hmm. it's on. Yeah, I really <laughs> wish you had an exorcist. Um, yeah. So, I, I, if I recall, you guys had traveled from the road over the hills, but the first thing you, you had like done was the was the dragon before you marched over. So mm-hmm. you've base essentially traveled though for about five hours. So you're back at the east way. Um, and then from mid east way Yeah we traveled for one hour <laughs> before the blizzard. Okay, so then that would be you have two hours of travel then. Left? left. Okay. So that would put us at about uh, four, well, it's still about 4.30. Yeah, because, change. yeah, that doesn't change. Um, it's just the amount of travel we've done. So we have, so you have two hours of road travel, um, and it's kind of awkwardly in the middle of the road, and it doesn't give you actual road speed here. Hold on one second. Okay. We don't have any sleds on us anymore, or did we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Um. So let's see. We're about at the crossroads from the east way. So can you? <laughs> we're, we're like this is where we slept last night. Was the igloo. So one of my notes here, even though the book doesn't necessarily say anything, but I did notate here that if it, there wasn't a specific note traveling for the road yeah. it would be two miles per hour with snowshoes on the road mm. okay well it's five miles from the crossway to east haven so it's 
so that means we could do it in what two and a half hours yeah two and a half hours two hours and a quarter yeah if you yeah. want to push it yeah we can do that okay all right and i think that that's a short enough push that you could probably make it through without having to roll for it um but you will be tired we get there and we're exhausted after having to run around away from a dragon and then um, go through being in disguise. I keep doing this, I will get stronger just just because. Okay. So All right. Guys, travel and you putting some good time here going through basically on the frozen roads here um, until you eventually do arrive to the town of East Haven. So it's a bigger town. Uh, it does not have a wall, however. So it is just kind of like buildings sprawled out all over the place along the lake, uh, lacked in a shear. So as you are approaching on the east way, you see a stable house that looks pretty much frozen over. It doesn't look like it's got a lot of use. Uh, but you do see a uh, sign that has a mostly frosted over, but it is a picture. Uh, it basically is the symbol of East Haven, which is a shield uh, with a, I guess in the center of the shield, it has basically what looks like a rook or basically rook like shaped like a chess piece um, with a snowflake over it. Like a, above it or like above superimposed? It. So above this. it. <laughs> do you have a picture? I do have a picture, but I can't like... Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'll can... just draw uh, whatever I think that it looks like. Yeah, that would be excellent. A shield with a rook that has like a snowflake over so the So the sign itself is shaped like a shield. Oh, gotcha. Is is That's basically what I meant. And uh, It has three colors to it, and it's basically divided into thirds, so... Uh, the bottom part is red and blue, and the rest of the top is, like, gray. And so that is the uh, crest of East Haven you see on the sign as you guys are entering into the town. Uh, and uh, entering into East Haven, like, it feels a lot like entering into Bryn Shander. Except, with the exception that Bryn Shander has the protection of the Palisade, which actually helps a lot for the wind. Here, uh, the wind just will blow through the buildings, so you can feel the presence of the wind, especially when you're in crossroads, so where the wind has just like a clear shot to blow through the buildings, then, yeah, you can... <laughs> it just creates a get, wind tunnel down the street. Yeah, it right. basically creates a wind tunnel down the street, and... Stuff will get blown around, and snow will get blown into your faces, but especially uh, here, you do not have people out in the street. They are hiding in their houses. You see very liberally smokestacks coming out of all the, as many houses as possible. Um, people are definitely staying inside, hiding away, um, with the exception of... Well, you would consider your town guards who these guys are just basically frontiersmen they're they're basically militiamen so they have other jobs that they do but they are basically either conscripted or 
uh, otherwise called to into service to protect the town. And so these guys who are visible, and they do not want to be out in the cold, and they are bundled up, and you see, like, probably the closest one as you're passing or entering into the town. He's got himself, like, uh, one of those good old-fashioned, like, metal barrel cans, like, filled with, like, all kinds of firewood. And, yeah. I yeah. like that at making snowflakes. That looks pretty good, though. Yeah. Cool. You just see him, like, huddled next to this, like, just kind of, like, freezing. He has a spear, but it's leaning behind him because <laughs> he's sitting there, like... <sighs> Priorities. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, travelers. How's it going? Hello. Cold. Uh, yep, yep, that's right. And Inns that way? Yeah. He goes, there's a couple of them. You can take your pick. You want to go to you can go to the White, White Lady Inn? It's over on the shoreline uh or not necessarily in there's a if you just want to stop for some food you can go to the wet trout on the other side uh this here it's the stables uh if you have any he's like no okay uh <laughs> um just approximately how big is the town like we're kind of looking at it is it uh, like big big or hundred thousand people uh, <laughs> <laughs> It is roughly like three thousand feet long, and I guess like is about it... two thousand feet wide. Well, I don't know it's a good-sized town. It's the same size as the So okay. it has about a population of about a thousand. Okay, cool. Okay. And so it's also on the the, the lock as well. Yes. So it's got a whole like port and everything. And it actually has a very impressive port, but it's mostly frozen over. So you can see, especially when you get closer to the White Lady Inn, you can see all of the, you know, the docks and the piers going out, and there are all kinds of boats. So it has a very impressive fleet that's frozen in place, um, with one exception, where it seems that you can see that one of the piers has... Clearly, there's been work done to chip and to break the ice around one of the piers. Ooh. So one of the piers has a boat that's actually sitting in the water, in the water, and looks like reasonably they could float out. Uh, so the middle part of the lake is still water, just Ooh. the edges are frozen. So there is at least one boat that can get out into the water. Okay, it's a big lake. And so the the. White Lady Inn is the one on the coast? It is. It is on. It is right there on the edge of the lake. Okay, cool. Uh, it actually has a pier. It's not too far away from that pier that that has the uh, yeah. uh, the open water space next to it. Um, but, yes, yeah, so heading over to the White Lady Inn, it's, you know, it, you come over to this place, they, other than... Uh, having a strange name it basically has like a it's little parents. symbol is it's <laughs> yeah it's it's symbol basically is that of like a ghost mm. essentially oh okay that kind of way <laughs> yeah so that's kind of like their thing so it's it it feels a little spooky in the atmosphere like they use candles and instead of having like a roaring fireplace it's kind of dim lit it's such a uh, bunch of fucking goths. It has, yeah. <laughs> Chris would like to turn this on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it has, uh, like, kind of like a, 
like that old place kind of musk smell to it. It's mm. just the furniture seems like it's probably 300 years old. Uh, yeah, we're little... just vibe checking it. Okay, <laughs> vibe check. I've never been in a place like this, but I assume it smells like grandma. So. <laughs> I would assume that would be either like a straight wisdom or like a religion check or something. Yeah, you can make an insight check. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I won't say no to using my best skill. Thirteen? <laughs> Thirteen. Okay, well, this place definitely has a energy to it that's not <laughs> mortal like there's something going on but you're just like no one here seems to be bothered by it um of course the you see just kind of this like look on her face like i hope so i'd like to fight the vampire and you want to fight everything you see this elderly like pert gentleman who's like running the counter with all the keys and he sees you, like, kind of eyeballing the place, and he's like, he's like, can I help you? Yes, I am quite uh, He looks, kind of looks down. Uh, <laughs> oh. I jump onto the counter. Hello. Yes, Hi. I have Hello. money, and I can purchase goods and services. <laughs> it's true, she does. I would like uh, to purchase food. Uh, oh, uh, all right. Will you also be staying? Oh, it's yes. nighttime that we need to be yeah. Okay, excellent. Does it make the food cheaper? Well, it comes with the rooms. Nice! Awesome! <laughs> That's so cool. Do you have, like, cake? Uh. Do you have lattes? <laughs> it's oh, fish I don't know cake, what a latte so. is, but there's not too much flour, so I haven't made cakes in a while. But, I mean, if you're paying, if you're willing to pay for it, then I might be able to pull one up. Yeah. Um, but it will be people? five. Uh, let me I see. I think I have money though for real. Maybe everybody should just move south. Maybe it's just this place is closed. Actually, for, this place for, is for eight living silver people. pieces. Oh man. Okay. How many? Eight silver pieces. I have a lot of money right now. For um, a room. It is actually a very comfortable place. Like, despite being old, the furniture is high quality. So, this is not particularly relevant to the campaign, but um, you said that everybody should just move south, and so Michaela and I were talking today about like just the actual climate change that's happening in our actual yeah, world right now. Yeah, it's terrible. And one of the things that she was like, yeah, I found out that like, you know, places in like the coasts of places are like shrinking. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, there's a whole lot of problems like in Iceland right now where the indigenous people don't have anywhere to go mm -hmm. because, you know, that's where they're land is and it's not like they went to the you know thing like this is my land i purchased it this is where they were so mm -hmm. if they get pushed up it's like well this is our land we purchased this you can't live here the whole thing right but it reminded me of the thing that fucking ted fucking cruz was like oh well if the you know water starts to rise or like your house starts flooding then just sell your home and move somewhere else mm. like oh yeah sure who am i selling mm. my home to who wants to move there the federal government if you're lucky if is like yeah and that's the thing is like is everybody gonna just purchase all of the uh coastal land in the world yeah yeah exactly so anyway yeah. anyway we should throw ted cruz in it yeah um good luck going to cancun when it's underwater yeah right <sighs> right 
Either way. Seriously. Um, I'm sorry. We hate the government. <laughs> Ted Cruz specifically. Ted though. Cruz very, very specifically. Well, yeah. Fantasy yeah. Ted Cruz's head is on a pike outside of a thing right now. You know, in a, thing, in a completely fictional universe. That's definitely something that would happen. So. Okay. You guys are passing by the common room. <laughs> There's some people talking politics for sure. And in the midst of them, uh, this rude Our bard interrupts sucks. the other poli- other people. Who does? Arg- I said this rude little halfling bard yeah. interrupts the other people arguing about politics, and he's like, "Now, I will tell ye a tale. <laughs> the treasure is still down there at the bottom of the lake." And like everyone just groans, like, he's "Oh like, my god, no!" They're like, "They already found that treasure, Renaldo." He goes, "That was a couple of hundred years ago. The male folk and his." Dwarf friend and the tall guy. They found it already. <laughs> no, but I'd still down there. They didn't find all of it. And I can prove it. He's, he goes on and he goes, I talked to the spirit of the white lady herself and she tells me so. Where? What treasure? Please tell. Uh, at the bottom of the lake. Okay, what treasure? I, I, I don't know. That's a treasured box or something. With oh, and a part of the lake with water in it? No, thank you. Mm. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's better than part of the lake with ice and how you going to get to it. <laughs> just not. It just, that's just where it lives now. Okay, but I mean, what, you don't know what kind of treasure it is? It's probably like a fiddle or something. Uh, why would you... I'm a bard! I would love a fiddle! Especially, <laughs> especially an old one that's like in a treasure box. How old, like, are we talking? Is this, like, artifact level? Uh, I mean, given things around here, and people who live, like, lengthy lives, like, I mean, it's not necessarily, like, beyond an elf's lifetime, but, like, maybe a gnome's. What this guy really wants is, like, an arpeggio or something. <laughs> Which is, like, such an old instrument that people... Like, Don't know what it sounds like? Yeah, basically. It's like um, a few centuries old. Look, I'll, I'll put it this way. I am preparing to do a seance, okay? And <gasps> I am going to call the spirit of this inn, the white lady, and she is going to shed some light on all of our questions. And, and unfortunately, I can't find anybody who's interested so aren't you, aren't you curious about what she might say? Yeah, I mean, spirits are weird. Can we eat first? Okay, I'm sure I'm not stopping you from eating. You can eat as much food as you want. I've never been to a seance. I don't know if you can eat during it. That's fine. Probably. Alright. Is this something Spit you were planning on doing tonight? Yeah, definitely. I see. I mean, I was going to do it by myself if I had to, but, you know... Hey, then no you, one will believe me. Do you like this inn? Have you been here before? Yeah, I practically live here. There's who, nowhere else to go. Who um, who owns it? Oh, Bartaban, that old guy over there. We look at him. He's like pulling your keys down off the... <laughs> oh, the what? guy who told us something? <laughs> yeah. This is a small family business. <laughs> He's just like, uh, yes? Oh, okay. So, um, what do you mean the spirit of the inn? You're asking him? Yeah, I'm asking Ronaldo. Well, I mean, there's just some 
the story goes is that there was a, a young lady here once upon a time, and I didn't pay attention to how the rest of the story went, but she died here, and now she haunts the place. Cool. And that's how the inn got its name, because she's a ghost. So, I mean, they could probably just turn lights on, right? I mean, right, they kind of, like, do the candle spooky things. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I love seances. They're real dumb. Have you ever been to a seance? Usually it's somebody going, woo. I don't know what the seance is. I assume it's some sort of... I did it a lot in college. Like, <laughs> when you're really bored and, like, up for three days straight... <laughs> I've I have been up for three days, so that checks out. I've heard about it, but that's not something we uh, I can't sleep. Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> he, goes, he has over a hundred hit points. He can't sleep. I'm just kidding. Nice luck. If I cast it at ninth level. Well, now I know we need to punch him in the face once and then cast Power Word Kill. There we go. Superb sleep. Yeah, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Tell us a story and give us a place to sleep. I don't know. <laughs> I just want to know if the place, if this hotel used to have a different name before the lady died here. I mean, maybe. And they rebranded. This is an excellent question. Like, everybody's like, you know that, that hotel where the like, murderer was? Like, you know what? We're just going to have to lean into this. <laughs> what if it was the white lady before, though, and then she died? Maybe it's just like a series of murder mysteries. Maybe there's like 700 ghosts. Uh, they would, I think, probably fight for dominance. I bet you I could win. No, there's only one now, because that eight, they eat the, all the other ones. Oh, yeah, just punch that one in the face. Okay. And then you'll release all the other 700 ghosts. Yeah, okay. do it. But they no. won't fight you. They'll disintegrate and be fine. They'll be free. And you'll be a hero. This is excellent. This is an excellent plan. Don't you hate Let's do a seance. All right. <laughs> he's like, he like starts pulling out incense and crap. He's like, well, it's not even midnight. Like, I knew I should have read more about necromancy. Uh, Damn it! Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point. We should definitely wait a couple hours. Yeah, it has to be midnight. Because it'll be darker, I guess. No, because it'll be midnight. Okay. I can't entirely recommend this course of action. That's what okay. You, you went to seminary. You're not really sure about it. You're I can currently detect evil and good, <laughs> but I cannot protect from evil and hey, good. Hey, am I, I evil or good? Can you tell? <laughs> it's more about the n nature of your being more so, Dying. but... I mean, I can tell you if it's evil or good, I can't do fuck all about it, so... I am just imagining Kariska as that meme that's like, I can detect. I cannot protect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can protect. I can punch uh, well. I can offer a certain level of protection. We don't need it. Ghosts are usually pretty, like, normal. Oh, and White Lady's pretty chill. See? Oh, clearly. I mean, she's been hanging around here for generations, so... If she wanted to kill somebody, she probably would've. Probably. Mm. What if she has? Well, then you I can... mean... Maybe? I never heard about it. Do you hear How old are you? Oh, you know, like... Uh, you know, we, we don't actually pay attention, uh... It's Since when I started counting... <laughs> eight! Like, He's eight years old. Uh, 
He's actually not a halfling. No, he's, yeah. like, he's just <laughs> a child. <laughs> he's just a fucking five-year-old. Look, I'm old enough to be an adult. Like, I can remember, like, 30 years ago. Oh, but okay. I didn't, like, start okay. counting until, like, you know, 30 years ago also. Oh my also. god, they didn't teach you how to count until later? That's so sad. I mean, I never paid attention to how many times I, I had seen the summer. Yeah, like, sometimes you don't need to know. Does he count? You haven't seen a summer here in many years. Uh, that's not how you tell, tell time. That's how I tell time. Nice. That's how that's I tell time? time? Yeah, that's also how I so tell time. So you think it's been seven. one year for the last 17 well, years? I mean, it makes it hard to count when it there's does, no summer. It really does. When you can see the stars, they sort of move and you can kind and of tell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's witchcraft. It's but that is exactly, exactly what we're about to doing. say. <laughs> okay, so you believe in the gods? Like what? Duh. What does I wanted to ask? What um, Karuska would know about ghosts, just in general? Uh, so as an exorcist. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you know, especially in Forgotten Realms setting. Ghosts just are specifically the information I'm looking for. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they are specifically tied to an object. So mm. ghosts in the Forgotten Realms uh, only have a presence by a anchor. So they they physically exist in the astral plane, or basically in another plane of so existence. Trap souls. Yeah, and they're anchored by an object, and they usually have a strong desire of some kind that. Um, so, one of the ways to banish them permanently is to find out what they're attached to and destroy it. So, that's part, that's easily part of your exorcist training, is find the objects that they are attached to and get rid of it, and the ghost will, will basically never be able to come back. Uh, you can actually destroy it temporarily with magic, but as long as the anchor exists, the ghost will reform. Okay. I have a question. Have you met a wizard named... Dazon. 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 Yeah, I was going to hit. I mean, yeah, Dazon, he used to come by. Every now and then. Where does he live? I mean... It's for tax purposes. It's not for tax purposes. (laughs) We all look like a bunch of taxpayers here, right? I'm just going to give you that information. It's not for tax purposes. I mean... I'm, I'm going to be honest, I haven't seen Zahn in some time. Uh, I mean, you can maybe ask the militia or somebody, like, mm-hmm. it's one of those guys at the at the roads who watches the people leave. I mean, look, let's let's be honest, Zahn is, he, as being the dude who everybody hires to do their enchanting whenever he's in town, like, fixing people's magic items and junk, like, he gets paid pretty good by the town whenever he decides to show up. But, uh, I mean, look, I, I can't afford that guy. Like, you know, and plus, look, he's with the Arcane Brotherhood. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them, but they're just, a, they're all assholes. And basically, they all just care about themselves and learning more magic and basically... The only reason he even bothers casting spells for people is he just needs money to buy supplies for whatever the heck he's doing. He spends pretty much, for the last few years I've been here, most of his time somewhere out in the tundra. And every now and then he shows back up, does some magic tricks for some people, gets paid, 
buys a whole bunch of food, you know, gets stuff repaired, and then goes back out into the tundra. And then we don't see him again for, you know, who knows how long. He's living the dream. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't call it so that the dream. I want to go to like Baldur's Gate or Neverwinter or Waterdeep, you know, where the real bards are. Waterdeep is really cool. See? That's it does have a lot of cool bards. Some of them are really cute. I mean, I can sort of understand the appeal of a place called Neverwinter right now, so... Yeah, for sure, Neverwinter. I need to visit at least once. <laughs> Why don't you just go? Well, uh... You may or may not be aware, but the pass to the south is snowed in. Uh, and it's basically... I mean, normally it's dangerous, but it's pretty much a, more like a 100% you'll die in the past. I mean, they got frost giants down there, avalanches, and it's just this one tiny little road. I mean, I'd hire a boat, but then again, all the freaking ocean is frozen. Wait, what about that one boat? We saw it. It looks like it's, it's on the door. It's in the lake, though. You can't. Even the lake connects to the ocean, doesn't it? But the river's frozen. But, um... Uh, uh, well, I mean, normally you can travel to Revels Inn and get a boat with the Lord's Alliance, but, you know, it's the sea of moving ice. They chew up boats and just leave them shipwrecks all along. If you go down that coast of the sea of moving ice, you're going to see so many shipwrecks. People should stay out of the water. That's what I think. I, you know what? That's, the, that's one of the best things I've heard tonight. No, the best thing is let's go do a seance at midnight. That? Alright. I thought there was cake. At midnight. It's not midnight. It's 7.30. <laughs> I'm going to sleep then. Wait for the food. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pico, did you um, go to school? No. Did you know how to read? I know how to read. Okay, I just need to like figure out the level, you know. Do you know how to follow an elk? Yeah. Do you know how to build a tent? Why would I build a tent? Do you know how to fight with the large axe? Do you think that I can fight with a large axe? Do well, you know how to fly? Being able to and knowing is different. Oh, well then to, yeah, I know. I know many things, you just because I fly? did not go to school. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be offensive, I just wanted to know. I didn't want to be like, here, read this thing, and then, you know, you felt embarrassed. I feel embarrassed. Because you didn't know how to read, in this scenario. Not everybody needs to know how to read. Everybody does need to know how to read. Do I you mean, not I, know how to read? I You're find, a wizard, you have to I find it, it right? extremely helpful, but okay. I've also known people that didn't, and they got by okay with whatever they wanted to do. So Bartaban, the elderly old guy, ends up bringing like a little cart, pushes it on over, oh, this and is so cute. he's got plates made of bread that he puts on, and of Ooh, course, uh, knucklehead trout on top of it, and they has some greens and some hearty vegetables. Uh, I guess standard ten town are fair to be honest, but still. Uh, he was like, yes, the bread is edible, but I prefer if you eat it after. So, you know, don't want to have the food on the table. So just like, you can eat the food first and then 
bread. Do you get a lot of people who don't know how to eat food? <laughs> yeah, people don't know how to deal with this. Okay. And, you know, and you don't also you don't have to eat the bread also because any of the bread plates that don't get eaten, we actually give it to people begging for food. And you know, the kind of like the flavor soaks into the bread, so they. You could just give them regular food. I mean, then who would pay for it? Oh, uh, you're throwing the food away anyway. Apparently. I mean, no, if they're, they're, if they're giving it to starving people. Right, I'm <laughs> Look, I mean, I'm all for helping people, but at the same time, uh, I also am trying to run a business where there's no business happening. Yeah, I guess that's fair. That's actually kind of a historical thing, like, uh, trenchers. Oh, yeah. And whether or not to eat them, uh, because some people thought it was barbaric to eat the trenchers. Because it's a really hard bread. Yeah. Or like, so if you do, then you're just like, you're in, you're like in di- yeah, you're like in dire straits if you're eating the trenchers. Uh, we're too classy to eat food that's in front of us. This is garnish. <laughs> I mean, we do that. <laughs> oh no, I know, but like, like yeah, yeah no, for but, sure. <laughs> but if you guys actually want a cake, he's willing to cook it, but it'll be expensive. How much is it? So he'll charge you two gold, which is oh, ridiculous yeah, for a cake. I have two gold. <laughs> can you make it the, the frosting pink? Yes. Okay, cool, thank he goes, you. I can, he goes, if you're about to pay two gold for a cake, he goes, I can... You can put sprinkles on it? I'll see what I can do. <laughs> I don't think we have sprinkles in stock. <laughs> He's like, pink cake, pink, pink. Himalayan salt. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> the Himalayas are right here. <laughs> yep. Cool. And then okay. it's eight silver a piece, right? Eight silver a piece for the food and lodging. Yeah. One gold and the Himalayas uh, became a part of the Forgotten Realms during the Spell Plague. <laughs> Sure. Sounds about right. They have an in-lore in explanation for why places can show up in the Forgotten Realms without any reason. So, yeah. So, about the time when the seance is ready to be prepared at midnight, the cake is done baking. And it looks like the Cinderella cake that's all kind of lumpy and <laughs> isn't necessarily done very well because this guy is not Point a to baker. which one of them is. <laughs> uh, it does not look pretty, okay, but it is a cake. Cool. So. In my mind, this is what it looks like. Okay. When I look at it, I see Someone this needs to cake. cast minor illusion to make it... This is the cake that I see. Okay. Primo. <laughs> now he brings it on out. Here you go. It's been a while since anybody's asked for any kind of uh, baked goods, but... Uh, I am over the moon and just kind of like fly around in a circle real quick. I'm so excited about this. Would you this like to buy a goat? Thing? What? Uh, I, sh- I, I didn't see you bring in a goat. My inventory says I have four dead goats. Huh. We sold some of those, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, you don't have those goats anymore. We sold all of the goats. Oh, we sold all of them? Yeah, we got we we some them. for rations. We, oh, might, yeah. we may have kept some of them for rations, but we would have cooked them. They wouldn't be goats. Mm. We specifically yeah. sat there and cut them all down and stuff. Never mind. That's why we have money. That's what I thought. <laughs> Would you say that we got a short rest? 
I would say you got a short rest if you want one. We're about to do something possibly really dumb. Okay. So Ronaldo the Bard has set up all of his like tools. So he's got like freaking little incense things. So he even has like this is his fanciest thing that he owns, but it is uh, basically like one of these incense holders that you're supposed to put the incense in it. But it looks like a little tiny castle with a dragon on it, and when you put the incense in it and you light it, the smoke comes out of the dragon's mouth. I have one of those. That's really cool. In real life. It's actually, it's just, it's basically Tiamat. It's a five-headed dragon, if you put the little, it's... Oh, you have, like, a Tiamat sensor? Basically, yeah. That's cool. So he's just, like, lighting it all up, and... It's it's kind of a ridiculous amount of incense this guy's burning because <laughs> he's burning so much incense that it creates a layer of incense on the top of that roof. Uh, basically, on the rafters of the building, there's now like just a layer of smoke. Here's because just like hmm, yeah, amateur. <laughs> and we're all gonna smell like patchouli everywhere we go. So. <laughs> yeah, and so he sitting there. Uh, he gets everybody, he goes, come on, sit, he's like, he gets you to sit down on the floor, and he's got candles all over the place, and he pushes back his sleeves of his robe, and then he raises his hands and closes his eyes, and he begins to chant, lady who watches from the lake, come to us in our darkest hour, tell us what you've seen. Kruska, by the way, is like kind of off to the side, just like waiting. <laughs> I'm actually going to cast uh, Detect Evil and Good. I okay. start making spooky noises. You can. The uh, windows begin to, I guess. turn white just from the thickness of the frost that's grown over them and the candles on the floor wink out what can you detect with detect good and evil uh, so 30 foot sphere around myself I can detect if there's aberrations celestials, elementals fae, fiends, or undead you can detect the presence of undead. Okay. <laughs> Probably Fae. <laughs> yeah, and Fae. Yeah. I think you're technically a dragon. Which is interesting. Oh, I don't know. Just like a dragon adapted to the Fae wild. Both. I believe yeah. her type is Fae, though. So yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Get... So. I'm an elemental. Yeah. I'm a book elemental. <laughs> and he goes and he says, Oh, she's definitely here. Chris could just nods. He's like, I need your help to. We need to, to call upon her spirit to. We just need to convince her to ask or to answer our questions. Oh, great! Um, she's not that great. Hey, ghost! Is there a ghost here? <laughs> <laughs> Make a persuasion check <laughs> with disadvantage. Look Eleven. Eleven. 
who else is going to actually participate in this? Like, or actively... Actively do stuff? Actively do stuff with this. I will walk over and sit down um, and I will call out although not too loud because people might be trying to sleep in here um, I do not know who you are and I do not know why you are here but besides us calling you of course she's like yeah why am I here <laughs> But if you answer questions for us, perhaps we can aid you. Okay. You can have a piece of cake. Alright. Uh, just make at this point everyone else go ahead and just make a persuasion check. Nine. I'm rolling surprisingly high. Um fourteen. Okay. Alright. So, you see things move around the room. So some of the candles get moved. They are, basically the candles had been winked out, so a few of them get knocked over. They're not really saying much of anything. Like, no, like, actual apparition. Not me. Yeah, there's no... There's no visible apparition, but you can detect that there's something moving around. Like an undead, since you have the spell up, you can detect that there is an undead present that is moving around and doing the thing, so you can like even pinpoint to where it is. So when things move, it's not like surprising to you, because you're like, alright, well they ran into that candle. Um, Excuse me. Um, you seem really upset, but we're just wanting to see if you would talk to us. Okay. I do not have much in the way of spells at the moment, but I might be able to... I can't make any guarantees, but I could see if I can see the ghost. Um, I will have one spell slot left, but I'll cast See Invisibility. See Invisibility. So, that one lets you see invisible things, obviously. Invisible creatures and objects as if they were visible, and you can see into the ethereal plane. Uh, ethereal sure. creatures and objects appear ghostly and translucent lasts an hour. Well, well, everything's a ghost. Yes, <laughs> so in that case, yes. So you can see. Okay. Uh, you can definitely see the spirit of the white lady who... Um, so, true to the name white lady, she is dressed in all white which you would even consider to be possibly a wedding gown. Mm. Uh, but she looks drenched head to foot. She's covered in basically like seaweeds and barnacles. Her feet don't touch the ground. 
I will and give she, a respectful nod. She just looks extremely confused, and you, you just notice that that's kind of what's happening, is that she's not in, trying to be malicious and knock things over. It's just that she's wandering around floating and just hitting things, like passing through them and making them fall over. Mm. And it seems like she doesn't know where she is, probably, and doesn't know where she wants to go either. And just kind of keeps looking around and just... It's clear that she's not hearing your questions. So I'm watching you, because you've been doing this, so it, I, I'm sure I can tell that you can see something. Mm-hmm. Like you said, something else. Like, okay. She is here, but she doesn't seem to hear us. I believe she is confused. She doesn't understand where she is. Maybe we should just let her go. Does she need something? Would I have any idea how to communicate with a spirit like this? Um, so, basically you would need to project something into the ethereal plane. So you would need, mm. so ethereal plane overlaps with this one. So things that basically really strong emotions can get across um, and potentially um, it's like she can see things here on this plane so perhaps writing might work Um, otherwise in order to get something across it would have to be really strong I could see her, I could challenge her. I... He, he uses compelled duel on the <laughs> She knocks over a candle in your direction. Thump. Okay, she be able to see No. Um, point to where she is. I'll point at her. I'm going to cast a message in the general area that she pointed just to see if it works and just okay. say to her, oh, Hi, uh, sounds like you are... A little confused. Is there anything we can do to help you? Yeah, can message send a spell across a plane? It doesn't say that it can't. It says you can cast this spell through solid objects. If you're familiar with the target, know it's beyond the barrier. Magical silence, one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood blocks the spell doesn't have to follow a straight line. It can travel freely around corners or through openings. It doesn't mention that being on the same plane. That's true. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I'm throwing it out there because Enola's like, well, I don't know. We'll see. You know, but like it totally might not work. And that is, I uh, am experimenting. <clears throat> okay. Um, well, I would say, since it's not specific about it, that, uh, and since it's not blocked through a foot of wood or something, she's cased in lead. <laughs> your message uh, succeeds in getting across, which is kind of shocking to her. Um, and she just is like, "Who's that?" And you, basically, you're getting like the response is like, "Who's talking?" Hi, I don't know if you can see me. It's it's me. I'm speaking to you with 
magic? I... This bard called you here. I think he had questions for you. I'm throwing a bard under the bus right now. So... <laughs> okay. She just looks at Ronaldo and she goes... I remember him. Sometimes. Do you talk to her sometimes? Have you done this before? No, it's like I do this every night. Oh, okay. Well, she, you, you seem vaguely familiar to her, so... Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah, no, you're... That's good. It's working, at least some of the time. Uh... Can you ask her about the trigger? Uh, so... I mean, you, you, you don't have to if you don't want to. I don't I mean, but, but she's here, so... Yeah, no, it's a cantrip. I can do this all day. Um... He's interested in a treasure somewhere. Do you know? I think it's supposed to be in the lake. Is there, is there a treasure? She goes, there's no treasure in the lake. So that's what I was trying to tell him. But, uh, yeah. Um, is there anything we can do to help you? Do you need anything? She just goes... I don't understand the question. I'm not sure I understand the question either. Um, all right. She says there's no treasure in what? the lake. But she totally said there was treasure. She definitely wrote it on the window last time she was here. What? She's writing stuff on the window? Yeah, like last drunk? <laughs> no, like, you see, like, look at this. And you like, <laughs> like, but she wrote, like, treasure in lake. Like, right in front of you? Yeah. You saw her do it? I mean, I saw the words appear. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, perhaps. <gasps> you perhaps saw an invisible could. guy. I... I did. What if somebody... Ask her if she did it, but... Yeah. I suspect. So he says that you, he <laughs> believes wrote treasure in lake on the window did you do that you can play she goes <laughs> dwarves in the streets of east haven care dinaval care conic they aren't good people they hide in the ferry sometimes. They hide where? In the ferry. Oh, oh. I'm so tired. And she, you see her like start fading away. Does okay. she want to get out? Does she want to like not be a ghost anymore? Do we ever just be setting her free? I'd like to try um, using thaumaturgy to suggest like whisper like nice. thank you. Because <laughs> it can make like an instantaneous sound. Yeah, you, you, uh, since you are actually seeing, you see her spirit, like, form, like, just kind of, kind of turn to mist, and basically go in the direction, through the wall, through the building, towards the lake. Mm, okay. Her body's probably on the lake. I, I imagine. 
that makes sense it's based on what yeah, I only could hear her but um, so yeah it's the uh, it's the Durgar they're the ones who wrote on the window they're she says they're evil so I believe the ghost about that um, Kerkonig she says they're in Kerdinival. the right and East Haven and that they hide in the ferry sometimes so I think oh, pop back they forth. can pop back and forth it sounds like where's ferry Look out, out the window. Yeah. <laughs> I put on a coat. Yeah. Nice short walk. Was her mist moving in the direction of <laughs> yeah. the ferry? I mean, technically, yes, because she went in the direction of the lake. So. Gotcha, okay. I am nearly tapped, but if we want to investigate this now, this might not be a bad time. Yeah, it's super late. Nobody's it's out. midnight. So Let's go sneak around. This might actually be the time when they would be snooping about, stealing things. How long does your invisible? How long does that? An hour. Okay, now's the time then, because you can see. Okay, you let me know where it is. I crush like bug. What are you crushing? Where where is it? Oh, got it. The lake. I fight it. <laughs> what are you looking for? Okay, let's go. Sure. Okay. We head to the ferry. So you head outside. <laughs> and so I'm like, no, see, it's like, there's one of overlapping plans. <laughs> yeah. What you speak of is nonsense. I, I know, I know, it sounds like that. We're not going to the ferry. I don't think we should. That'd be really there. hard. I don't think any of us can do that. The ferry's right there. Where? No, that's Literally, that's a, that that's boat. A boat. That's no. <laughs> You're right. You're right. No, you're right. They, and you know what? They could, they could be <laughs> there. You didn't go to school. Homonyms are difficult. <laughs> you would know what a homonym was if you went to school. I will go outside and look for Is signs. Is it a type of bird? <laughs> Bemo. That was a pretty good squish, though. Yeah. It was. He just... Appeared. It was so <laughs> long. <laughs> no, now I'm young. So yeah, we walked to the boat. Yeah, we're at the boat okay. now. We've already been so. I will have sacred flame prepared. All right. So, um, what you're preparing as we're walking through? Mm-hmm. You can do that. Sacred flame, the cantrip. I can hold on to. Oh no, I understand now. So I was like, are you switching your cantrips like in the middle of a thing? Like, how are you doing that? No, I understand now. Magic. So you head over to the ferry. Uh, so tied up to the pier You is, wouldn't understand uh, because you did not go to school for that. <laughs> it's true, I didn't go to school for that. So it is a keelboat, if you've ever heard or seen one of those. I haven't. What is it? So it uh, aside from having a basic boat shape, uh, in the center of it, it has basically a cabin that passengers will go in and sit down in the cabin. Um, and then the outside of the boat is actually mostly walking space. So, I mean, like, outside the cabin, it basically, just imagine if it has, like, a ring around the cabin of just planks that you can walk on. And so, uh, the way it works typically is that the keelboat operator will have a long stick, and they will stand on one side and they'll stick the stick in the water and they will basically pull the boat. 
terrible. Kind of, kind of gondola style, I suppose. If the Staten Island Ferry was a gondola somehow. That's <laughs> yeah, but usually you have multiple people on the keelboat, so yeah, it's not just one person. Yeah, if you try to person. do one on one side, you just go in a circle forever. Okay. So usually you have, you have like a pair and of people one to the on other side. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't want to actually go anywhere, right? Maybe. Oh. I. All I wanted to do was investigate the shore and the ferry itself and see if there were any Durgar lurking about. We need to about. stop calling up this ferry. What? Because now it's going to get really confusing. When she was we are the... not going to ferry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a boat. Yes. Are you from ferry? No, that would be silly. It's a ferry dragon. Four. <laughs> <laughs> I am convinced. <laughs> Anyway, it's easy to roll my skill Rolling my skill checks is easy because most of my things are plus zero. <laughs> whatever you, whatever Anola thinks, <laughs> she's just confused, but she thinks it more. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, I don't know. I just try to figure things out from context clues. So the two oh playlists God. that I have to choose from for right now is like wilderness ambiance for Icewind Dale or like resting in ten towns. And the wilderness ambience one was like so weirdly and unnecessarily stressful and it was just yeah. playing and I'm like, we're not listening to that. This sounds like we're going for a nice summer stroll though. Yeah, we're at a fern bar having like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Like minus the like religious overtones, feels like we're in a Hobby Lobby yeah. shopping. Yeah, right yeah, 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 that's what it sounds like. You're right. Because this is the kind of, the sort oh, of wow. like... The tinkling, nice, uh, whatever. Yeah. Just imagine that it's Just like, like the church hymns that have been like given like an instrumental cover. Is that they play at Hobby Lobby? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. And then every once in a while you'll actually be able to pick out the melody and you're like, oh yep. god. <laughs> well, sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, nice. I recognize that one. <laughs> Do we see dwarves? Yeah. Alright, well... What kind of check are you making? Uh, I am check. looking. Just, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna look around check. with my. Perception. I'm gonna look for Special footprints because we saw footprints before, okay, right? Then you can make a survival check. I can see assist. 300 feet of dark vision. I might want to assist you. Feet of I think mine. I, I'm, I'm proficient, but I have like a plus two. I have a plus three. Okay, I assist you. Hey, we should look for footprints. I say. I immediately stealth. Okay, make a stealth check. I'm really just looking, so... 15. Okay. So, yes, you do find tracks. Yay. So you find... Should I make a perception check? Yes, you can make a perception check. Oh my god, I... That's bad, that's annoying. You know whenever I rolled an 11 for my persuasion? I don't know what I... I think I was looking at performance. My persuasion is plus 7, so that would have been (laughs) a... 15. Well, that doesn't, it's not relevant, changes, but I'm just no. letting you know. <laughs> Ghost is gone. I mean, I don't think it would change anything, though, because, like... She couldn't hear you. Yeah, she couldn't so. hear me. So you, ha- you see three distinct sets of dwarven boot prints. I mean... You probably could tell that they're dwarven size somehow from their boot print shape. Um, yes. Wide, heavy. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's three. I, I put my foot next to it. <laughs> roughly same size. Three three individuals, probably not the guards, because they're not walking around. So, we follow the footprints. Let's go. 
Okay. I'm not even going to try to stealth because... Well, the <laughs> jingle jingle. Yeah. So, the primary part where you see the boot prints is on the snow-covered pier, but they basically lose into the throng of other people's foot traffic mm. in the town. So probably in the town. There's no footprints leading back, right? So I mean, if technically there would be. it could be. I mean, we're here at the ferry. The ferry's small. Let's check it first. Mm -hmm. okay. Let's check the boat. Okay. So, with the nine, you didn't see anything in particular that stands out about the ferry. Uh, you just kind of look around. It's kind of rickety, but it floats still. Uh, you can tell that somebody's put into immense effort to keep it afloat and rather keep it from freezing. So you can tell that there are uh, tools basically for picking at the ice that are on the pier. They just seem to be left uncared for. Um, and you look into the cabin and uh, you start kind of looking around inside. Um, yeah, there's nobody around, is there? There's nobody here. Okay. Yeah, I'm making a point if I do see anything that's invisible to not make eye contact with any of the said invisible mm. people. Yeah. So they don't know. Like yeah, they... so they don't actually pick up on the fact that I've noticed them. Mm -hmm. Okay, Smart. make a performance check. You can see into the ethereal planes. You probably see all kinds of drowned people wandering around. Oh, shit. It's probably really freaking weird, and I'm like... Just weird stuff. And then, yeah. Dumatho and you have given me this strange <laughs> gift. What was this again? I'm sorry. Performance. 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 Eleven. Okay. Alright, so. Um, Oddly enough, I'm how efficient. How big is the boat? Like, how long uh, is it? It is. Exactly. Let's see here. Probably like 15 feet long. Oh, okay. Uh, That's not. So it's not huge, but it's, I mean... Like, get all of us getting onto it would be the problem, probably. <laughs> oh no, it sunk! Four people stood on it. I oh, mean, and is of course asleep at the hotel. It, it does have some, like, thickness to it. So when I say, like, like 15 okay. foot long, like, the literal space is saying, basically, uh, the cabin itself is like a 10 foot square. Okay. Mm, uh, gotcha. And so the 15 feet is the part around it. Yeah. It's super fresh. Yeah. All the yeah, chocolate melted out of the cookie and just pulled on one side. That's so, what I'm, I hope that. I hope that. Oh. Yeah, that is weird, actually. Yeah. So the cabin door is locked, but the thing does also have windows uh, that have slats that are also closed. They seem to be opening from the inside, uh, as far as you can tell. So it doesn't have any actual glass, it's just wood windows that you would just typically open them. Mm. And the slats are at an obnoxious angle where you can't really see anything, because they're like, uh, like, I don't know, you, you can look up through them, but... Mm. Yeah. Well, that's not very helpful. Do you want to go through the door? I would. Um... B, would you like to pick the lock, or should I just kick the lock? I'm gonna stand watch here on the pier. Modify 20. Okay. 
it is this is basically like a simple lock this is like beginner lock you see me with my little bag my tail reaches to my little bag pulls out my custom thief tool set I like prop it up with one side of my hand one side of my paw which I can't really grab because it's not a grabby hand and with my tail bloop you hear the satisfying clicking sound of the lock turning. It's just a latch on a screen door. <laughs> yep. The cabin comes open. The door swings. Remo, <laughs> come here. That look he tried to give you, like, hello. No. <laughs> I step into the cabin. Do I die? So you step into the cabin. It is dark. I look inside. You step into the cabin. It is clear because <laughs> you're bored. Bimo, quit it. Okay. So, um, especially right now, because you have dark vision and you have invisibility, you see, uh, you, you know, you're keeping your face plain, but you do see there is a rather ethereal dwarven shape who's, like, pressed up against the wall here. <laughs> like, just kind of like, kind of just like looking there, just like, Trying not to get but, touched. <laughs> yeah, trying not to get touched, trying not to get seen. Uh, but you see, otherwise, uh, four sleeping bags that are kind of strewn about in here. Uh, and there is a, I guess, several packs of, like, basically, like, looks like scraps of torn up, like, uh, basically leftovers, like food. Mm. Um, like they had been eating and perhaps, like, you know, apple cord or something. Mm. Um... And then also, you see a rolled up sheet of parchment. And it's also there on the ground. Mm. I'm gonna lean out and be like. Like, and like kind of try to mouth and like see if y'all can understand me and just be like, try to convey like, let's take him alive for questioning. Okay. Point. I lean in and I kind of like look at you. Duh. Point. I punch the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Roll for initiative. <laughs> Yeah, this guy clearly I saw you point at him. Yeah. He's like, oh, heck. My intelligence is uh, nine. So. I'm rolling so bad. I'm assuming 18. I have a vigilant blessing on myself. Let's see. 15. 13. 10. Echo burst. Go be With advantage and plus five. 10. Wow. He was like looking over my shoulder as I pointed at him. He's like, meow! <laughs> So 10, Stop. you had an 18. Yep. And Karuska? Um, 13. 13. And what did Vigo get? 15. 15. Okay. And our friend, the dwarf. Everyone still going. has their temporary hit points. Yeah. Great. Uh, so here's the initiative order. Everyone goes and then the dwarf. Awesome. <laughs> Deal. Uh, we'll allow it. Yeah, basically. So, 
first up will be B, and then Zico, and then Kunat here. He's asleep. Somebody wants to run him. He's uh, out on the dock. Yeah. Make, sure no make sure nobody comes here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wizards outside the combat area. <laughs> like, okay, so my AC is eleven. Uh, I'm not gonna bother to draw a grid for this because this is it a, a this, is, this is a <laughs> tiny room. It yes, is sir. ten foot, so basically it is four squares of battle map, and this dude is in one of them, and the rest of you are in the other ones. Yeah. So there's basically no point to doing this unless somehow he escapes. And gets onto the pier. He's in your melee. Yeah. Okay, this is so sweet. If anyone wants to finish this, <laughs> okay. Really? You're like absolutely. I don't think I've ever had one of those. So B, you're up first. I didn't buy it out of any of it. I was pulling up pieces just to gotcha. buy it. Um. Okay. I'm. So since Vigo is right up there next to him, because he went yeah. to like punch. I know he didn't like actually connect. Yeah. He's currently slow motion going like this. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and I want to go up and, um, I guess bite him. I don't have a lot of things to do except for bite. Give him a hickey. Okay. <laughs> okay. In I six seconds? Do I don't know. I guess that's. I heard someone making a tackle with this hand. Like they're making a bite attack. Give him a hickey. It's like. Wow, my later one was worse, so for, or was better, so hooray. Uh, how do I figure this out? Bite is plus, so 16. 16 hits. Okay, so since Vigo is close, within 5 feet, that means I get to use my sneak attack? Yeah. And it's... I only have two, that's what it says, it says yeah. my, another um, enemy of the target is within or, 5 feet. Actually, I'm not sure, because I think no, there was a thing of disadvantage. No, because it says if you don't have disadvantage on the attack roll, so I do, okay. so that doesn't count. I can't sneak a town. Good. I finished mm. reading it right as okay. you said the thing. Okay, so that is... Oh, right. Five. Uh, five. I don't That looks like a bullet. Teeth bullet damage. Piercing. Piercing. Yeah. piercing. <laughs> five teeth damage. Five teeth damage. So, yep. He, five my teeth hit through. However, it is enough. He is going to make a concentration check. <laughs> he dies. <laughs> Just straight oh, up. Oh, yeah. I was like, it's enough for Chomp. what? Okay. Passes. Oh, He's still yeah. invisible. Um, and then I'm going to bonus action disengage and get out. You just like, chomp. Yeah, pretty much. Right. I make that sound too. You're up. Did you try some of that, Amy? No, it's far. To? Sure. No, it's Yeah, right. It's nine. Good. It's good, but it's, I will it, not I see it. what you're saying. It's you sweet. swing you your fist, you. or are we gonna? That was uh, my fist. Okay. And then I will shove him with my shield. Swing him. Alright, make an opposed athletics check. 19. Alright, you definitely, even though you punch the wall, you just kind of. And you definitely get somebody. You hear him collapse to the floor. He's now down. You have advantage on you. Excellent. Yeah, Karuska, you're up. Oh. Well, we're not trying to arranged. Trying to figure out how I want to go about this. Oh, my hands are so um, Yeah, it's so I have manacles. It's so sweet. I can have one. But we should probably, like, just... I'm, I'm going to attack with my warhammer. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. I'm sorry, I just imagined you throwing a bunch of miniatures at you. There's a tiny robot. Hundreds. What? Why? Because <laughs> she's attacking with a warhammer. Oh my god. I throw my, I open up my box of 40k figures. Yep, yeah, I was going to say. And I jump them on his face. Okay. 40,000 oh, With advantage. Straight roll? Straight roll. Because he's invisible. So I see wish him. you can see him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... By the way, right. you can have those um, cherries after all. Oh, okay. Because cool. I drank all the other ones. Perfect. I'm just resupplying. So, 19 to hit? 19 I'm hits. Sure. Um, and I'm going for non-lethal damage. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> I'm on the pier. Going, mm, boats? I don't think so. No. <laughs> I've heard of boats. I told everybody about my water-related trauma, and they were like, let's get on a boat. And I'm like, fuck that, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have a good strength modifier, bro. Yeah. Enola, you are up. Okay. So I can see what, the, like, where they're doing mm. things. You can see yeah. me because I'm out of it now. Right. Have I, I haven't seen other footprints running up or anything like that, no. right? Okay. And I'm like, oh, can I, can I, they have the door open. Wait, did he pass his constitution yeah. save? Ah, for the, for the next attack. That's right. Let me roll. He does. Um, but I can see where they're doing stuff. Yeah. From there. Okay, so I get where I can. Uh, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna firebolt uh, in that area and try to hit him. I'm sure it'll be disadvantage, but. Yep, with disadvantage. Well, the 17 and the 15, so that's a 21. Oh, 21 yeah. hits. Roll some damage. That's a 10. Ten. Ten fire damage. Can you describe what does this look like? <laughs> murder him. Um, I shoot into, a, I assume, wooden boat, some fire, uh, at the floor of it. Uh, just going, okay, they, they seem to be stabbing in that area. And you just see the outline of this guy just sort of immolate. Um, Terrible. Foosh. Oh, I guess I got him. Um, wow, well, he's still moving around. Okay. Like, he's just like. Does ah, he? Does he make ah, his concentration check? Ah. Yeah, he definitely has to roll a concentration check. And he passes. What the fuck? Oh, you're not he has a high I mean, he only has to beat a ten. Yeah. Mm. So it's fifty percent chance. We're that very he succeeds. low level. <laughs> All right, well, he's he's good and burnt, at least. So okay. he should be, um, I don't think he stays on fire, but... No. I know. But he will stand up for half his movement. Yeah. And he will... He has two people blocking the door. Okay. So, since you can see this, you'll see him... Uh, he is going to turn himself tiny... Yep, they can do that. So he magically decreases in size. This doesn't mention anything about concentration on here. Uh, it's not even a spell. It just he reduces his size. To, he is now tiny and invisible. Well. Yep. So. Uh, and then he will now take the bonus action to hide. Great. Which I 
Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, he's so tiny that he's going to just, like, duck behind someone's leg. Okay. So, yeah, you just see him, like, dash in between all the feet and stuff, and you're just like, ah, ah, ah. I'm going to have to find the invisible squirrel. Yep. Right. He is now an invisible squirrel, and he has... He's small now. Find you, the tiny dwarf. Wait, you didn't get him? I thought that was for sure going to be it. No, it's, he was on fire for a minute. Now he's not. Uh, okay, I go back down, I guess. Everyone, please notice how the boat is not on fire because I have very good aim. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely did not burn the, the only scorch, ship. The scorch mark around the space okay. where he was and I'm going to go ahead and use my breath weapon. Okay. Which I have not yet used today. So You're going to hit everybody in the yeah, cabin. It's going to hit everybody in the <laughs> cabin. Oh shit. No, my do God. it. No, I'm not doing that. But it would hit him for sure. And at least you could deal <laughs> with the problem. Is it a wisdom save? I'm proficient in those. It's a charisma. Oh, it's charisma. I'm also proficient in those. But they only have a plus one. Alright. I think it would be funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like something we would do also. It's not going to harm okay. you. Everybody make charisma, charisma saving, saving throws. throw, which is 8 plus charisma plus proficiency. Uh, if we're outside on the pier, do we do it too? Or uh, if, no, I don't if know. you're out no. of the boat. You okay, know. I didn't know how big the so, 12, 13. 3. Oh no. <laughs> you are I am, hysterical. Yeah, so... <laughs> I see him disappear. He shrinks and he disappears, and I'm laughing out loud <laughs> because so this, happy. like, I I just lose all the um, like the seriousness of the moment is just the gone. Yeah. All the tension. And I'm just like laughing because this, you know, terrifying dwarf, like sub race of like <laughs> terrible murderous people. Got tiny and ran away. <laughs> and and, and I, I can't. Delirious happiness. Yeah. yeah. And you hear a little squeaky voice. <laughs> <laughs> he is also deliriously he's also happy. Deliriously. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, since he's the only combat attendant, he's basically not going to be able to do anything. Uh, I would say we can call combat here. Okay. Because he's. he's up in a bag. For, the next, for the next like minute, I believe it was. Uh, he is just giggly and random. I just, oh, I God. grab like a burlap sack, you know, just to put him in. It like actually an... doesn't show the end of the effect, so I'm assuming it's a minute, though. That's yeah. normal. Yeah. <laughs> 24 hours. Yeah, it never ends. If you don't, <laughs> if like, you can't roll to end the effect, it goes on forever. That one tiger tribe guy, they're just like, <laughs> you just have to kill him. There's nothing left for this guy. He's, He's been just laughing frolicking for a week. through. <laughs> He's been laughing for a week straight ever since he came back from that event. They're just like, you have to put him down. He can't eat. He can't drink. It's like it's no. The best. They didn't get, so it's not laughing. It's that they're deliriously happy. So like they, he would piss people off eventually. Cause they'd be like, you know, <laughs> your wife died. Oh my god! I'm just that's so great. It's so <laughs> the great. Of life. Yeah. yeah. I'm like oh my god. That's toxic positivity, Tony. We don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, then next thing you know, he's, he's gonna go to the doctor, and <laughs> it's gonna be like, you know, doctor, I, I can't fix any of my problems, and he's like, it's fine, go see the clown, whatever, whatever, <laughs> and he's gonna be like, the doctor. <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys stick oh, the God. dwarf into a burlap sack. I'm okay. gonna take the starlight burlap sack and I slam it against the wall until it's knocked out. <laughs> Until the roll-up stack knocked out? Okay. Until the dwarf inside is knocked out. Okay. I think it's well, in the water, make some tea. And yeah. Once he's knocked out and someone has shaken so me or done mind, something. He yeah. will return to his original yeah. size, yeah. so your burlap sack becomes... Yeah. It's a pretty big sack. It's acceptable. It's a stretchy sack. I feel like if he kept his little in the bag, he could have just cut his way out. No, I will cast Spare the Dying once I we can return to my senses. Time out okay. now. Then you have so, mm-hmm. cast Spare oh. the Dying on and then I will the door. Cast, cast <laughs> manacles. I will... I'm going to Chuck. That's my tantrip. manacles. Cast them to him. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I put him in manacles. Alright, he is now in manacles. And then... We send Owen to get the guards or oh, something. Oh, fuck that, Owen. Yeah. Hey, Owen, what were you doing this entire time? Get yes. Owen, you're awfully quiet today. We had a whole plan. If if the, if we saw like, footprints running out, sorry. we were gonna I had a lot on my mind. <laughs> Do you want the rest of that cookie? <laughs> sure. So Owen will go and get the guards for you guys. That's definitely a that's an easy ask. <laughs> loot the room. Knock and knock There was that parchment. Yeah, the parchment. Yeah. I look at the parchment. Okay, it is rolled up. I, I mean, yeah, you know what I mean. When I'm going to be And your hands don't do anything. <laughs> so you're like, no, foiled again. I will play lookout though because I still have sea invisibility. And yeah. there's four sleeping bags, right? Yeah. And yeah, only one dwarf. Three people on account of four. Yes, there's the, the, the. That sounds like the three that took off in town. We saw the footprints are still going. Yeah, okay. let me. I'll take the. I'll take the scroll. What you found a scroll? No, I'm holding the scroll. Okay. You can't have the, just anything. Other people have also gone to school and know how to do things. Okay. Alright. <laughs> do yeah. you have hands? <laughs> do you have a prehensile tail? Do you have thumbs? <laughs> do you have a prehensile tail? No, but I could learn alter self probably, and then. (laughs) I cast mage hand and pick up the fucking. Okay. um, My my mage hand smacks your hand. (laughs) I smack. Just being petty because I'm up late. Your hand with my tail. (laughs) Your actual real hand, and then I dart away. Okay. Bonus action. Disengage. I'm also so giggling. You are going to see a few things marked on this. So it's a map of the ten towns. Oh yes! Ooh, see? nice. But there are going to be some places marked on here. So you're going to see a place that is near Kelvin's Carn. It's marked. Uh, and then you're going to see a place uh, that is marked. That is. Make it a color. That I don't really see that. Can you hand me those colors that are right there? Thank you. Do like red or something so it's not the opalist color. Where in Kelvin's car? So, uh, it would be towards the, uh, Karakonig, so... Right where we camped. So basically, yeah, probably between Karakonig and Kelvin's car. 
I'm going to transfer the markings from here onto my map that I'm making that have like the obelisk coordinates and the elk okay. sightings and stuff too. That's good. Yeah. So there is another uh, thing that is marked in the mountains, which is underneath where Tiff's hands are, where her stuff is rather. Uh, like how, how far? Where? Let's see here. Um, I think it's underneath the that blanket there. Okay, now let me just match this up. So it is near. So on my little map, I see these trees. These green trees. So it is on the other side of the mountain with the, with those trees. So it would be uh, like right here. Okay. Yep. So there's something marked there. I'm not left-handed. Um, <laughs> and the other thing that you're going to notice is that there is a pattern uh, described on the ten towns here. So, um... Is it D.U. so he knows the Duggar thing? Looks like your Nazi stuff. So everything here is written in Dwarvish on their map. Sorry, I was arguing with Fran, so I didn't actually hear what you said. So everything on the map is written in Dwarvish. Okay. Do we know anyone who can speak? Yeah, does anybody know Dwarvish, perhaps? Like, I don't know if we would know. Does anybody go to school? <laughs> I only speak giant and common. Well, no, you don't. I don't know Dwarvish. I speak Dwarvish, though, right now. I took it as an elective. <laughs> <laughs> You can. It's like they're actually French. It's like the people who go to high school and take English. No, it's like the people who go to college and you have to take a foreign language. But like, I knew so many people whose like first language was Spanish. They yeah. just took Spanish mm -hmm. as a foreign language. Like that's cheating. Anyway, I'm sorry. It's it's legitimate. <laughs> they they already. It's just because they worked ahead. Kind of oh yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. They worked ahead. That's all. They worked ahead. Okay, so here's what you see. You see an arrow going from that. From that mark down in the mountains, yeah. mm -hmm. it goes to Dugan's Hole. What the fuck is Dugan's Hole? Uh, which is south of East Haven. Yeah, here we go. So Dugan's oh. Hole. Mm. So the arrow goes. I hate that name for it. Yeah. <laughs> is Dugan. Yeah, so it goes to Dugan's Hole, and then from Dugan's Hole, it has an arrow going to Goodmead, and then from Goodmead, it has an arrow going to East Haven. Then from East Haven, it has an arrow going to Kerr Koenig. Via the ferry. Mm. Well, it just goes straight across. It doesn't even... Mm. And then no. from Kerr Koenig, it goes to Termalane. Termalane? Oh. And then from Termalane, it goes to Lonelywood. Oh, interesting. And then from Lonelywood, it goes to Bremen, which is on the other side of the lake. What? Oh, oh we, we haven't been there yet. That's far. Yeah. And then from there, it goes to Targos, and then Bryn Shander, and then back to the mountains afterwards. Back to here? Yeah, so it has an arrow that goes back to the mountain, pointing as if to return. Seems a bit... Uh, does this look like a constellation that we've seen? Uh... No, it does not. Wow. Unfortunately, I cannot hold things. Here you go. Um. Uh, the last 
Duker we ran into here, headed north towards foothills. Maybe this is where they live. So you is you is since you can read Dwarven, you'll note that uh, it's that point by Care uh, Koenig and Kelvin's Karn is just marked as outpost. Mm. And then the one in the mountains Which is one? called... This one's called Outpost? Yeah, they, they, they wrote in Dwarven that says Outpost. <clears throat> and then there is another one marked... Uh, that one is marked, it's, they call it Sunblight Citadel. Oh, um, that place way in the south, right? Yes, that's the one. Okay. Mm. Okay, and now I want to make coffee. Okay. We'll be back. Is this a good place to? Uh, I mean, are it we, is <laughs> Were you done 1022. Yeah, no, I meant like, are we describing the map and this kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, this is a good place to okay, pause. Right, that's or, what I was okay, asking. Pause. Attention then. I'm fast. I got, like, real speedy. Mm -hmm. I like your ears. Thanks. And so we return. <laughs> Alright, y'all. Can you make a wind time sound with these? So, you have just found this map that has arrows pointing to different places. It has a couple locations marked in Dwarvish. Yep. Well, what are you doing with this information? It looks like they have quite the uh, conspiracy going. Mm. Yeah, imagine like that guy with the, the like, red <laughs> lines everywhere. Yeah. They set this boat as the Dwarvish Guard conspiracy dungeon where they yeah. don't board. And it looks mm. like they are stealing from Ten Town to supply their citadel. Sounds like. Well, I do not want to, like, do anything heroic, because that just seems really stupid, so... Well, if they know that this is happening, and the citadel is marked on the map, and the map is correct, then we can tell the guards, and yeah. the guards can tell the speakers, and the speakers can figure out can what they want nothing. to do. Yeah, this is a problem, but it's not necessarily our problem. So. Unless they want to pay us, and then maybe it becomes our problem. That's true, I would do for money. Yeah. Yes. I'm not really interested in that, unless... Imagine like, how many old things they have in their city. Probably nothing. It's called outposts, and what? Sunburst? Sunblight? Well, do system. keep in mind, the uh, Durgar are long-lived people. They may very well have, and they are dwarves. So they may have some nice things there. Do you think the Sunblight Citadel has anything to do with the obelisks that we've been looking for, though? Because, like, that's my main problem, or issue here. I really think mm. we can make some great discoveries, you know, with a new city. Have I ever heard of the Sunblight Citadel? Is this a thing people know about? About uh, me, a nerd? No. People do not know about this. Okay. I never read it. the first it. time you ever heard of a okay. place called Sunblight Citadel. I probably haven't heard of it either. No, nobody's mm. heard of it. This is like is a not, new... Yeah, it's not a popular spot. Uh, <laughs> if it... What's the Yelp review? If it was around in the past, then you didn't know about it. You know, if I was going to do some kind of... Evil? Literally dark magic to make it winter all the time. I would go to a place called the Sunblight Citadel to do that. Maybe they named it that because that's what they're planning on doing. Maybe they didn't that's go. Like imagine like you have to go find the building that matches right. what you're trying to do. No, but no, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe it's been working on this for a while. I don't know. You think the are convincing Uriel to make it a perpetual winter? 
Winter who? It goddess of winter. It does benefit the Duergard to be in the dark all the time. That's what I'm thinking. It's hard. Sunlight is hard on their eyes. Right? They can travel freely if it's dark all the time. Do you think that maybe... And if they still have access to their old underdark homes, they can be eating the underdark foods. Under building foods? condos in North Underdark over here uh, on the surface world. So. We should have our friend Yeah, yeah. If I get some rest, I can question him in the morning. Sure. We've got him manacled. He should be okay, right? Why can't you question him right now? I can question him right now. I'm also very persuasive. I would like to cast a spell to ensure he is not lying. I don't know that we can really chat with this guy for a whole day before his comrades come back. We called um, the guards, didn't we? So yes. Uh, Everybody's going to detain him somewhere. Yeah, people are looking for him. That's true. We could just come back in the morning, let make him put him in a place. Mm -hmm. Can we question him now too? We can try. I want to question him now. I think tomorrow sucks. Because we can always wait for his comrades to also show up. And then ask them. I know the guards are coming, but... We should keep a watch on him. Um, I would recommend that throughout the night. Watch on him, watch on the boat. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't have to do all that. We should just tell the guards. Is he awake? Is he asleep? No, he got knocked unconscious. I smack him with my tail. I work. Okay. I lay on hands for one HP. <laughs> that definitely works. Okay. He begins to stir. Oh, oh, oh. oh my whole body. I'm, sta- I'm sitting or standing on his chest. It doesn't feel very much, but it's still <laughs> nine pounds of dragon on his chest. Good morning. Hello. Okay. okay with the cat on you. <laughs> yeah. Hello, friend. How are you doing? He's like tries to. He's like what? He's like I almost had too much to drink, and he like notices he's like manacled, and he's like. Oh. Hello, I am too much to drink. Oh no. This is not good. We'd like to ask you a couple of uh, questions. Really good questions, pretty I'm easy. he's speaking Dwarvish, uh, by the way. Oh shit. Yeah. I'm not. Does he speak common if I talk to him? He, d- he pretends he doesn't know common. Oh, great. I speak Dwarvish. <laughs> I'm going to stand around and try to look intimidating. Okay. Which I am proficient in. Thirteen. <laughs> You're just like... Okay. Uh, <laughs> I might hit him with my stick. He doesn't know. I have a feeling know. that um, you don't want your life to become very complicated. So, you know, you just cooperate with what we are asking you. And uh, maybe we can make your life a little more comfortable. <laughs> what do you say? I interpret. Okay. Yeah, you, you should just, let us know. He just goes... I don't interpret back. I don't... I don't have anything to say to... to, uh... heretics. I don't know what that is, but, um... <laughs> we found your map, right? Um... What is this Sunblade Citadel? Is that, like, uh, Is that your home? Do you live there? He just goes... Nothing you need to worry about. Because you and all the other ten towners will soon 
either be serving Levistus or you'll be destroyed. Okay, so you're stealing food to fund an army till you're going to attack them. <laughs> food. That's what you've been stealing, Da. I'm not telling you anything else. I punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I do four points of damage. He's unconscious again. One point of lamb. <laughs> He's unconscious again. But I now can do with a bloody lip. Many times. <laughs> And I would prefer not to, because honestly, like, it's not very fun if you can't fight back. It's just like... <laughs> with the busted lip. I could, but that seems unethical. So, what are you taking from Tentans? I'm gonna tell you. Punch him again. <laughs> <laughs> One point way <layout. laughs> He now has a black eye also. Is this productive? I'm uncomfortable. I I thought we were just gonna ask him. I am asking him. I have spells that I can prepare that would help with this. But I thought you the thing that you can do just make sure he's not lying. Multiple spells that I can try. Oh, okay. I just need to rest so I have It is one o'clock in the morning. So yeah, do you see how your life could become complicated? She has spells. Uh, I cast Sacred Flame um, just in the middle of the room. Uh, it was like, uh, but you won't really kill me. <laughs> That's I how will. You do things. Absolutely, there's three more of your friends. I was pretty sure I killed you earlier. I... Is he still speaking Dwarvish? I don't know what he said then. I'm, I wait I'm for a lot of translation. <laughs> yeah, make an intimidation check, Vigo. Okay. Can I use my strength? Use your advantage. Yeah. Your inspiration. No, I'm just going to flip it. Okay. Alright. It's a 20. Hell All yeah! Right. <laughs> there we go. So, 20. No, he looks a little... He does look concerned Shaken. for his life. As he's weighing how much he cares about this versus how much he cares about himself, <laughs> he just goes. And it seems that your presence, uh, forcefulness, makes him reconsider, as he definitely values his life more than the secrets he's keeping. He's like, "Fine, if you let me live." Um. He goes, "It's that fortress in the mountains. It belongs to Zardarok." That he's our master. So he's currently well, we're looking for Shardolin. Pieces of Shardolin because we're melting them and forging a dragon made of Shardolin. What's Shardolin? You don't know what Shardolin is? What I know what Shardolin is? Uh, possibly make a history check. My archaeology? Could I? <laughs> Where's my weapons? Oh. Mm. Um, I'm says? not proficient in history, like Kelly says. I can. I can. Um, 23. Oh, yeah. So, Shardolin, colloquial known as Black Ice, it is the. Uh, material that made up 
a rather infamous tower here, once called the Crystal Tower. So it essentially was created by an artifact called Crenshinabon, um, but not that that's like any part of it. Basically the leftovers of the tower became Shardolin. So it is a special crystal that is uh, tainted. It is easy to work with like metal though, but it's also, it's a crystal that's workable like metal and it absorbs sunlight. Uh, it is fueled by sunlight, so Chardolin left in the sun will actually become empowered. There's a name for those towers, I can't remember what it was. Problems. I... And what did you just call it? Say that the the thing... It, sorry. Chardolin? Created no. by Kren Shinavon. Mm -hmm. Kren? Yeah, Kren, C-R-E-N-M-S-I, or S-H-I-N-B-O-N, I think. Um, Cinnabon. Yeah, Kren, <laughs> yeah. Cinnabon. Cinnabon. <laughs> Got it. Renamed. Um, but he made a tower, is that what you said? So, this is, so, this is like a long time ago, but there was an, there's an artifact that was used by an evil wizard here yeah. who used this artifact to create crystal towers. Crystal towers, okay. And he made several, actually. He made one on Kelvin's car, and he made a few others around Icewind Dale. Okay. And then he was defeated by... Uh, but those towers were still corrupted, and they turned into these pieces of Shardolin. Yeah, so when he, okay. when he got defeated, uh, the towers collapsed. Ah. And the pieces of the tower are the corrupted Shardolin that, you know, over the years they've been buried in the snow, become basically like stuff that you have to dig for. Uh, but they're still around Icewind Dale, and, yeah. Um, is, are, are these anything like, um, the obelisks? Are those related, or they are the same materials? They are not. That's okay. not the same material. So if anything, it would be that the obelisk and the netherese stuff is older than Chardolin, which is which mm. is kind of remarkable, but Chardolin is old, but this is older by far. Okay. So Chardolin is at most like 200, 300 years old. Is Cruz kind of familiar with the Vistus? Uh... Probably. That's a huge, huge name, and you know that that is one of the Lords of the Nine Hells. So, like, it's it's pretty much like common uh, theology. Like, if you die, you go to one of the Nine Hells. Mm -hmm. You go, Asmodeus for the Ninth... Th th you know, there's probably <laughs> a song for it. Vistas in the seventh, as we know. <laughs> oh my and then there's Ariel. But it has to be like it has to have like a, the the theme of whatever that thing is. So like the fist is on. He's in the fifth, right? One of these. Yeah. No, these these are. I don't actually know sure all the order the where they're on. And like where the ice is. So you know who it is, what level it is, and what's on that level. Yep. 
so yeah he's he's a big deal but he's also uh yeah i mean last you heard though he was frozen in a giant iceberg in hell seems like hell's freezing over just part <laughs> okay so what <laughs> uh, they're looking for these shards of things and they're gonna take it to their make a dragon make yes. a dragon that eats the sun no it doesn't oh. just doesn't eat the sun oh, it just soaks in the sun the well sure and then it's oh. empowered Right? Just yes. Just about itself. And then what? Well, the Just plan is to... Well, if you don't truly understand that this... What this dragon's power will be capable of is... Because it can... Once we... Once it's you used... You a dragon out of this metal and then you stick it outside and it, it, it takes up the sun's rays and then like has power to do whatever it wants? Well, you looked at the map. It's going to go through these towns, and anyone who doesn't yield to Levistus will be destroyed. But don't you have the problem where, like, there's no sun? Doubt that there's... If you looked up, there's no sun. It doesn't matter. Because we have a red dragon heart. Uh... Oh, okay. Well, that, I guess, makes sense. Hmm. Where'd you get that from? I don't know. The Zardarok has it. Who's that? Sort of That's the guy who has the fortress? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, a, he's the lord of the fortress. Zardarok Sunblight. Well, this sounds... Uh, honestly pretty fucking terrible. But, um... Yeah, does this well, sound like something like... Does that? That's the world you want to live in? The one where everything's destroyed all the time? Yes. Why is it some metal dragon? It's not about... See, you don't necessarily understand the way the gods work. That is true. They don't, generally, though. Because you have to recognize that this is for our true master, Levistus, an excellent opportunity to escape from his icy prison. Okay. Because of the fear of the cold giving him power. And we can use that fear... And we can use that. Basically, everyone will yield to Levistus, and it will allow him to break free. The Shardland Dragon will reign terror to everyone, and they will willingly worship Levistus in exchange for their lives. And it will. And this place, as it continues to grow colder, and their faith continues to wax stronger as they beg Levistus for mercy then he will gain the power to escape from his prison in the Nine Hells. And this is just based around the Ten Towns? Is it going to spread to the whole world? Does he just want to live here? It'll spread to the whole world eventually. Hmm. Have you considered taking personal responsibility for your actions instead of making everything to be about gods? Because... Do you think he cares about you personally? <laughs> no. We don't. See, you don't, you don't understand what we Durgar are getting out of this. 
We are getting a home above ground, something that we have been forced out of for centuries, and he and Levistus has agreed to spare us from the cold. You're not allowed to live above the ground? No. Because we always get hunted by the other dwarves in Kelvin's Carn or the Valley, or the Ten Towners, or Is it because every time you surface you try to like, I don't know, murder everybody? We wouldn't have to murder everybody if it wasn't for all of the people up here we on the surface who Yes. What a vicious thing. I mean, <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of social problems that are probably outside this small group's purview to solve. I mean, I, 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 I admit this that our, maybe our practices for religion, such as like kidnapping people and sacrificing them, oh are not God, generally... Oh my you should lead with that! I was feeling sorry for you! <laughs> I was all thinking about institutional discrimination and you're fucking... If, if you would tell everybody to knock that off, it might help. I mean, I... <laughs> I have one... This is all very fascinating. I don't really understand it, but my comrades do. Um, where did your other friends go? Oh, yeah, the other three. They were looking through the town for sh more Chardolin. Because you may not be aware, but there was a... We were trying to get our hands on one of the ten towns... That rumor had a statue of Chardolin. We were looking for it. Oh, that's pretty fancy. That sounds like an art thing that B would care about. I would care about it. Um, okay, so they're in the town. Do you know specifically where in the town? No, otherwise we would have stolen it already. No, no not the statue. Are. Your friends. Like, well, where? No. Okay, well. I mean, if I knew where they were, then what would be the point of us looking for this statue? Well. If we're looking in places we already know. Have you ever been to the fortress at Cairdenville? They've got a lot of it in there. <laughs> and he just kind of like goes... It's, it's no. secret. Yeah. No, they yeah. guard it real closely. Um, I've definitely never been there. You should tell, your friends. You should tell everybody you know. <laughs> oh yeah, I think they skipped Cairdenville. Yeah, I mean, that's the, it's a place that they aren't already looking, apparently, and it would be hilarious if they attacked the castle. That's what I think. So. <laughs> you, know, you know, he he just, I don't know, his face has got a, two black eyes and a bloody <laughs> lip. It's kind of hard to tell. But when Kursu says, oh, they skip, they're skipping Kirdenable on the line, then I'm like, wait a second. The they're skipping Kirdenable on the line. Why aren't you gonna try to take over Cairdenval? <gasps> they already did. You it. already did take over Care. See, I knew, I knew it. I can went I, in there can and I, can I insight check? Yeah, I'm making insight check. <laughs> I'm like flinging myself around the Come room. On. Um, thirteen. Can I? Thirteen. Oh, no, I can't yeah, at this point, he he kind of. Seeing us be so excited, he looks frustrated. Mm. Um, like he's just like, God damn it. <laughs> Solve the mystery. Well. This does feel like playing like a murder mystery game, which is really fun. <laughs> Do you honestly. have any of the Chardolin on this boat? Sorry, one more time. Do you have any of the uh, Chardolin on the boat? No. Okay. You just take it away immediately? I mean, we have, we have our methods, but still. We don't keep in con. It's not good to keep in contact with the Chardolin for long, even for us. Mm. There. It is corrupted. 
probably at the tavern. Oh, okay. Um, also, we need to speak with your speaker. Uh, I mean, it's it's late. Yeah, not right now. Also, hey, I was just wondering, uh, have you seen Zahn any time recently? Zahn? Zahn, yeah. Oh, like, oh shit, Zahn. Like, yeah, and they kind of look at each other like, isn't that that dude who got, like, you know, and they're just like, oh, with the ice dagger. Like, fuck. And it's like, yeah, so I'm pretty sure that's the same guy, right? He's a wizard, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's yeah. dead, isn't he? Uh, I mean, we found, we found him... Uh, you know, in his room with a dagger made of ice stuck in his chest. When? Uh, what, is it like, like a week ago now, or ten day, basically, mm. roughly? Uh, it's hard to keep track, but it, it was basically, it was around well, the time of the last, you know, the last lottery. Well, Pretty close. We're um like we're here for his next of kin and so we're wondering kinda of, we look at his like notes and stuff because I need to be able uh, to yeah. get his stuff mm -hmm. as like his power of attorney. Yeah, you'll have, you'll have to talk to Imdra, Captain Imdra about that. Sure. Uh, okay. she has that stuff that yeah, we'll speak to these people in the morning. In morning. I'm so tired. Um mm -hmm. Someone carry me, and I start really slowly, dramatically falling. <laughs> okay. The guard, also, the guard also is like holding out my hands, like, "Oh, you, you got it." Okay. Got it. okay. She's very heavy. You probably could not lift. <laughs> and they're just hey! like they're dragging <laughs> the the dwarf away. All right. <laughs> You're an extremely dense dragon. She's <laughs> <laughs> like fifty pounds. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, we'll uh. Those lead dragons in here. I'll see you later, I guess. We'll Dead. take care of this guy, and they just kind of like kick him. Alright. All right. Thank you. It's two in the morning. Let's go to sleep. Yep. Right. They just drag him through this home. As we're walking back to the tavern, we're just like, that Jorgar was telling the truth, by the way. I. When we were camped under Kelvin's care, and I had a dream. I saw Levistus straining against chains in the hells, and a dragon, a mechanical dragon of some sort, prowling through the snow. Well, well, seems like a... This seems like a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. I, I am a, a little upset that it's our problem, but alright. Um, when did you have that dream? When we were camped under Kelvin's care and when we were... Like three days ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just before we found the first of the Jorgar yeah. and Karakonig. Well, if I must fight mechanical dragon for glory, what is the price I will pay? You look a little upset about that. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I already fought a dragon of flesh and blood. Fight dragon of metal and metal crystal stuff. Metal and crystal. Yeah. yeah. One thing sure. that does concern me is we did great against that dragon. I did. I walked away from it. You certainly. We all did. Yeah. What did you call? I'm sorry. What word did you use? Because I can't think of God. Wow, I'm not supposed to be fucking right. About the dragon that's on the dream. 
You didn't say it was a robot dragon. Mechanical. 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 Thank you. <laughs> like I know that you didn't. The word was not robot. It was some, robot. <laughs> just some manner of construct. Yeah. I just couldn't remember what to write. Mecha Tiamat. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it does concern me that the line in the map is drawn through the Dwarven Valley. Have they already passed through that area? Are they... This is where the dragon is going to go, so they haven't yet, or else we would have noticed a giant fucking dragon. <laughs> seems like, seems likely. Probably someone would have said. Uh, we will have to... I don't know. If this does fully become our problem, we will have to... figure out what to do with that outpost in Cardenaval. Yeah. And then go to this citadel of eating the sun or whatever. It's very far away. I don't want to go there. There's frost giants there. I definitely don't want to go there. Quite possibly. Wait, frost giants aren't generally like nice, right? No. 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 Maybe you could send them a letter and be like, hello, we're on our way there, we just wanted to pass by. I mean, you could try, I'm sure. Maybe. I think there are stories of... I don't think they're entirely unreasonable. They're not stupid. No. They probably would rather hunt things that would not cut back. It depends how hungry they are. I remember hearing a story of a brave adventurer who... A, um... Pegasus had been taken as sort of a prize by a uh, frost giantess, and he and uh, a lady both were struggling to free it, but eventually they were able to come to an agreement with the, the frost giant. Um, to release the Pegasus, so... Yeah, I mean, they're not animals. They're reasonable. They have things that they want. Now, whether they want the whole world to be frozen, because that would be great for frost giants, not sure. Not sure they care very much what happens to the smaller folks. They... From what I've heard in the stories, they are mostly concerned with their own, their own selves. But if they're only just returning to the veil, then yeah, and we may not even want it. Anyway, it is late. We should sleep with doors locked. <laughs> I do not trust tiny invisible dwarf. No. We didn't need to get our own room, did we? I got to my own room. Well, oh, I put down the date silver. I so also did. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Me too. We did not talk about we it. We sold out this whole thing. So you have four rooms. <laughs> I don't want to sleep by myself. You can sleep with me. Okay. Um, I probably don't need more than like two rooms, right? I don't, yeah, I don't mind paying them for the food and everything else. Do you want to bunk with me? Sure. Alright. Um, 
Owen's on his own. He's off, the, he's off the cops. The prison, yeah. Do you want to both put down four silver for the room? Oh, I assume we already paid for yeah, all the stuff and food and everything. Yeah, so. can make some extra money. Yeah. Yeah. We summoned a ghost in his house. Yeah. That's true. I might... When you come back from the washroom, I I'm might. in the middle of the bed. <laughs> I might ask the man if he wants a house blessing in the morning. Ghost is kind of their gimmick. Maybe they don't want to get rid of it. <laughs> I will still ask just because sure. it seems courteous and what one would expect from an exorcist instead of... <laughs> Calling upon the ghost. And then letting it do stuff by itself. Yes. Okay. I face plant into bed. Okay. I sleep with my effects. <laughs> yeah, I, my, I have my quarter staff. Sleep with your pillow. It's like, your this, is, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is my body pillow. My you have staff. dreams of running through the wilderness like in just a jungle like hunting down just various creatures like and just hacking them down this is a great choice you're like that's what dog. you get when you <laughs> sleep with the axe of the god of hunts yeah, oh, yeah no, that's fair. that seems great yeah yeah so basically that's like you're and somehow you're rested but at the same time you kind of feel tired when you wake up <laughs> You figured out how to work out dream. while you sleep. It's the yeah. <laughs> what was the name of the um, Jurgard? His last name was Sunlight. Yeah. yeah. What was his first name? Zaradok. Zaradok. Yeah. Z a r a d o r o k. Oh yeah, sorry. I wasn't actually writing what you were saying, but I did write down Zaradok, and that's basically it. I bet that's a dragon. That sounds like a dragon name. It's a Jurafar. That's what he said, right? He said it was their master. He owns the fortress. Mm. Could be anybody. I do remember hearing stories of King Brunor and how he took down Shimmergloom, the, the shadow dragon overlord of the Durgar at one point. Okay, well, we need to it's gain a, a lot of XP in a hurry, is what I think. <laughs> Let's go kill some snow rabbits and a whole bunch of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At least we, we're friends with one dragon who can totally fight this mechanical one if we need her to. If he gets within 60 feet of her, he's golden. So. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, so we go to sleep. Uh, cue the sleep fanfare music, whatever. And this then, one? Yeah. Sure. It's real <laughs> spooky sleeping. Alright, so morning comes. You guys had a safe night. You received the benefits of a long rest. Do do! Yay! Now I have fewer hit sound. points. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was about to go, do 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 do, but that's leveling up. Never mind. Yeah. Alright, well, we too early to need to go find, well, we need to go find the information about, um, 
named Azam and his stuff. And because I'm from his wizard society and I need to take care of all of his important dangerous wizard items. Oh, that's that's a good one. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, he was with the Arcane Brotherhood. Right, I'm definitely um, a member of that. Have I heard of, of the Arcane Brotherhood before? Uh, they are... So they're well known uh, in Luskin, is mm -hmm. where they're primarily from. Where's Luskin? Luskin is like the, the last... one of the last main cities uh, on the Sword Coast before you go into the Dale. So, as far as, like, since so I've traveled back and forth for... Whatever. Would I have seen one of these people before? Um, or look at history. They don't necessarily have uniforms. Okay. Uh, they well, like, they're just wizardly people oh, that okay, great. all maybe they wear the same ring like for a fraternity or something. They have, like a symbol or something. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, it's not specifically mentioned, but I would say they probably do. Is it something that people would know of, or is it you know secret wizard stuff? I uh, know it. it so, they are basically the government of Luskin, although okay. mm -hmm. people like to say that there's like pirate kings that run Luskin, but in actuality it's the arcane host tower of the arcane brotherhood. Mm, okay. So can I, like, I don't know, since I've seen this in my travels, copy the symbol and like, you know, try to put it on you in some way, we're like performing... Uh, I don't know, business card, a scroll with like the Arcane Brotherhood thing on it. Sure, you can make like a. I think I make have. Make like a paper. I feel like I'm going to get in trouble now for claiming specifically I'm sure I that I'm the instead of implying that I am a member. This is an aside, but I think the de facto leader of Luskin at this point in history is Joe Axel. Sure. <laughs> oh gosh. I miss playing Whisper. I miss playing a character that has a crush on the beautiful Drow Man. <laughs> How do I... Okay, so whenever it comes to um, making copies of stuff, what tools is that? Um... Forger's so, kit. Yeah, oh, Forger's kit. That's right. Forger I do not have kit. one of those. You can do the cartography. I do have a cartographer kit. Well, you could probably. <laughs> I mean, it's like parchment and ink. It's the same thing. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. Um, although, like a, arguably somebody who's with the forger kit can make it look more professional. Yeah, official. We can just make ours look ragged. So you have the tools that you need to do it. Because I definitely uh, don't look like a tall child. The skill. <laughs> yeah. So when we get up in the morning, I do ask like what everyone's needs are for the day, because I can prepare spells accordingly. What do you have? What can you do? Do you, do you have a list? Do you have a menu? Healing, I think, is a good one. Do lots of healing ones. Yeah, I've got uh, cure wounds. Is that your default standard? You should probably yeah. do healing word instead, because then you can just both. I can only take so many, yeah. unfortunately. Um, Healing word over cure wounds. Healing word over cure wounds for sure. Yeah, because you don't have to touch them. It's a bonus action and it's not touch. Let's see, so... It's just not as much healing, but... Yeah, it's fine. If we're at the point where we need healing, we just need to be up. Yeah. You being able to give us 
six more HP is not going to save us from. Well, don't you take yeah. magic? That's going to be. That's a really good one. I have that too. I could do it. Ritual. Do you want to? I can also ritual cast it. So, if you want to, we can. I can always spells. do it whenever because I can ritual cast anything. Oh, that's right. It's wizards. I'll let you handle that, I suppose. Yeah, because I don't even have. It doesn't. I don't have to take the spell. It takes as long as it takes, so. Um. Gee, do you think the exorcist should take protection from evil and good? Because. Oh, if you want. <laughs> Seems on theme. Um. So the things, are we going to question this guy anymore, or... I don't we, think we need yeah, to. I don't think we need to. Um, yeah, I think I'm taking my horses. I had to locate object yesterday, I probably don't need it. I have a bunch of stuff that I always have on me, which is really nice. Um, I always have C invisibility. Um... Oh, the thing I was going to help you with was, um, if you want, I can take enhance ability and give you advantage on whatever to try to forge the documents. Oh, okay. Um, if you did that, or you can use your, um, Do we think they're going to check that hard? Because I was just going to try to fib at them and see if, you know, they would believe that I'm a wizard. Yeah, I was just going to give you, like, a sure. backup document while you're talking about yeah, it. Yeah. So, enhance abilities? Yes. What does enhance yeah. ability do? It gives you advantage on a type of... Um, Is this a sleight of hand? So sleight of hand... I could give you cat's yeah. grace, and that yeah. would give you any, advantage on just dexterity checks. Yeah, any dexterity check. So. Okay, perfect. Well, if I get in trouble for impersonating a member of the Arcane Brotherhood... Oh, Natural 20. Hey! So, it's a 27. Okay. Fancy paper. Sometimes the secret ingredient is crime. No, no, I, I understand. I just, I don't know if I'm ready to get in a fight with very powerful wizards. Yeah. It's a good way to learn how to be a better wizard. A lot of things from they very far away. They have a dragon. That's true. They will not be expecting that. No one, why would anyone expect it? I have a dulcimer. <laughs> you know, this thing that's in my bag. <laughs> can play weird Goliath music on it. Alright, so you have a rather official looking parchment that identifies you as the uh, member of the Arcane Brotherhood. I have deputized myself in this time of emergency. I'm sure they will appreciate my initiative, <laughs> which I have advantage on. Right. Think about to like this. They live in the south. They can't get here. It's true. Passes smoke over. If they wanted to be, if they had. If, no. So now that you have this, oh, you have what are you guys doing now? That's right. I'm gonna put vigilant. We need to go talk to Captain. What's her face? Um, what did he say the captain was? Captain Indra. I-M-D-R-A Yeah, we just need, I need, we need to try to get the effects from to some, and give them basic information about Yeah, they're probably better to talk about than the speaker okay. It's yeah. not that I don't trust politicians <laughs> I don't really trust politicians No, no, no. 
Alright. So, you head on over to the town hall, which is where Captain Indra is currently at. Um, so, Captain Indra, out in front of the town hall, in the cold, is currently running some drills with a, with a group of militiamen. So, you can hear her barking commands. Um, you can see that she is a half-elven woman. She is... She does have a sword on her on her belt, um, but she's also, of course, covered in thick furs, kind of much to like everyone else here is. Um, so, but she seems very comfortable in command, and is quite easily pointing out when people are falling out of step and things like that, or when they are performing, uh, basically like doing like lunges and stuff with their spears like if it's not a strong enough thrust you know she's calling them out and she's like she's like come on it's like what are you trying to skewer over there she's like this ain't a chicken stop pointing at the ground what if it's a very very small tour to regard though and she's like she's like alright twist so put your body weight into that thrust. So that's what you arrive at the town hall. Uh, it's it's pretty obvious which one's the captain. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hi, we are adventurers. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah. you guys just walk on up, and so she just kind of looks over at another person, and she goes, she goes. Carry on, make them do ten more sets, and then she goes, I want them to do laps around the city. <laughs> and then she's just like, there's like, yes ma'am, and then she walks over. And she's like, I see you all staring at me. What is it that you want? We have, um, I think we have two orders of business. Uh, our companion here is... Um, looking after her friend Dasan. We understand he is recently dead and we need to collect his artifacts. The second thing is we have uh, news of what the Dugar have told us and it is concerning. And you seem like a woman who is capable of handling concerning things. Hmm. I heard that there was a Dugar arrested last night. They punched him in the face. And she just kind of chuckles. That's assault. Not if he was attacking me. Yeah. Well, if you saw the thoughts uh, that he had in mind, and the other Duragar as well, you believe there are another three at large among the ten towns? They are also... They have quite the scheme going on at the moment. <laughs> well, let's hear it then. Do you speak Dwarvish? No. Okay. I'm well, an elf. Or at least I'm half elf. <laughs> I'm human, but I speak Dwarvish, so it's always good to ask. Yeah. Pull out the Dwarvish map. Mm -hmm. This is a line. <laughs> and Explain. can go the whole mm -hmm. thing. Hmm. Including the that not being included and mm -hmm. that that's there's definitely something fishy going on mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Our encounter with the castle. Oh, we never have any love for Caradinival anyway. We share a lake. They've been competitive. Well, they 
they try to pretend that they compete with us for the fish. Well, it would be best to act now to do something about this than to wait for a giant mechanical dragon to come. So They seem to be using your ferry to move from here to Kirkurnig. Hmm. Wow. They were camped on the ferry. Here, Keurig has such good coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really easy. Um, but yes, if, um, if Design left any personal effects, it would be best if I could collect those. She just kind of looks you over and she's like... Look at Wizard. Look how much purple. Wizard. That means you're capable. I have, I have a book. I have papers. Wow. Since, you're, or since you seem to be such problem solvers and, and since you're also capable, well, I don't mean to throw all of our cases at you, but since while you're at it, because I'll make an agreement with you. Because there is stuff that I would like in return for giving you Zahn's effects. Uh, such as? Such as, I have people in town that have been going missing, fishermen. They're going on the ice and not coming back. Hmm. Okay, simple. Do you have a lot of knucklehead trout around here? Because I have a theory. These are... <laughs> look, we've been... We have been, we have been fishermen. This town is based on fishing. These men know how to fish. And they know how to fish knucklehead trout. So, I do not believe that any of these would succumb to one of these stupid fish. How, um, when are they, is there any pattern to them disappearing? Does this happen often? Do you have theories? Yeah. Uh, we need your entire dossier about this. <laughs> Look, all I know is they won't go past the ice. They typically take a boat, and they had some kind of secret fishing spot that they only they knew of, where they were supposedly getting all the best catches. But one by one, these people who allegedly knew about this secret fishing spot have not been coming back. Is there anyone left? You can ask around. I'm sure there's somebody who knows about the secret fishing spot. You could ask the ghost. You could... I mean... <laughs> Who spoke to your ghost last night? Or not your ghost, uh, but the local ghost. Oh, you saw that, huh? Yeah, she's on the water sometimes. You can see her at night. Just every now and then when the moon is full, but otherwise, it's just a it's just a tale. It's harmless. It doesn't do anything. No, she seemed fine. Um, okay, so they're you disappearing. Know, when did this start? Um, so I'm not sure at this time. No, just a, this is, this is a relatively recent, uh, just a couple of days. Oh. These people never came back within the week, basically. Okay. I don't think it's related to the murder of Dazan, to be honest, because they, it was very clear, the ice dagger left in Dazan's chest was almost sending a message to me, I felt. No. 
Yes. I will be forward with you. It's hard times. And these fool speakers and their speaker council at Bryn Shander all made a mutual agreement to make sacrifices to Oro. Mm, yeah, they've heard yes. about that. Well, what if you don't want to be on the lottery? And what if me, who's... I'm practically doing this work volunteer. Because these frontiersmen pay me virtually nothing. And he goes, and that doesn't fix the price of food that's going up. It continues to increase, but my salary does not. So, when Dazan comes to town, and he makes a whole bunch of money enchanting things and doing whatever the hell he wants to do, and then he's paying, buying all the food for months that's available and then leaving again, and he happens to come into town at the same time that we're having a lottery, and he tells me, I don't want anything to do with it, here's 30 gold. I'm going to take the money. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. So you didn't kill him? I don't think so. Did what have happened at the same time? No, it's a very... The murder in Ranchander, though. So that means there's more than one killer. Mm hmm. Hmm. There was a dwarf that was stabbed with ice sword. Mm, very funny. And Ranchander. So what about these dwarves? Did they have... Did they bribe their way out of the lottery also? No, no, actually. The only story we got was they were having drinks. This woman showed up, or person showed up, started singing creepy music at them, and then started to murder. All of them. No one survived because uh, she ran. I think that would be a good idea to check on. Mm. Possibly. Well, we're not. I'll, s I'll uh, send somebody out to go talk to the sheriff and we can see if there's anything in common with this case. But if you get any more information about this mysterious killer, I am definitely interested in putting an end to the so-called cold-hearted killer, as if people are calling them around ten towns. You seem like a very competent person. I would trust you with that information. Mm -hmm. My only concern is how this person... They're, they're picking their targets my suspicion is it's based on the bribes. And so, if they are... Both of these murders occurred around the time of the lottery. I think those dwarves, it's likely that they probably were bribing their way out of the lottery also. Or at least one of them. Perhaps. So, I mean, if you can confirm that with the sheriff, I'll certainly send people down there to see if they could find out more information. But... It might be good to have someone question... ask... pose the question who is... or at least would be considered a uh, neutral third party, someone who wouldn't rat them out. 
per se. Otherwise, uh, you know, it's bribery is something done under the table. It is done under the table. The problem is, is that there is a very short list of people who know about the bribe. And I am the only one that I'm aware of. Not if I to bribe um, guard fancy pants that was checking the names, maybe. Mm. I don't think that sheriff would have, uh, no offense to you, uh, would have taken the bribe. He seemed like a real tight ass. Straight up uh, took all my clothes and tied me to a pole. Um, okay. Just something you walk into the wasteland. <laughs> but then if you're the only person who would have known about it, and you're saying you didn't kill them, then why do you think it'd be connected to the bribe at all? There's a, a few reasons. Is because, one, the murders occurred during the time of the lottery, <gasps> shortly oh after. God, are you superstitious? So, look, if you're talking about that stupid lottery, the town, the town speakers, they voted into law, and then, then we're obligated to carry it out. Because I do not like having to sacrifice our people to a murderous winter god. No, that doesn't make any sense. Have any other sheriffs who run that thought about rigging it so that the, all the speakers get drawn? Their names are included in it. Their names are included in the lottery. Right. So there's probably a way to make sure they're the one who get pulled. Noah, I do want to murder everyone. Do we need to talk about your feelings? I just... <laughs> don't like them. I don't know. We didn't have that kind of thing where I'm from. So you don't have anything where you're from. That's um. true. And they have a lot of problems. I don't know. What's the name? I am angry at people. <laughs> Her name escapes me at the moment, but there was a woman who initially made the proposal to have the sacrifices every month. I think she is a bit of a... Sus. Yes. Speaker Duvessa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she is super sus. Yeah, that's my main thing, is there's the speakers who decided to do this, and then they're, like, putting this on So, like, they should have all volunteered to go first. That's what I think if they're so hot on this idea. That clearly hasn't worked after all this time. If anything, they are fueling or paranoia and panic. Which really kind of feeds into... What the Duergar are doing. Yes. That... It helps build the fear. The speakers are the ones who draw the names. So, that means that it could also be related to perhaps the speakers. If perhaps... It's, it's hard to say, but there's only... 
now that we bring this up with the speakers, it brings to my mind that the only people that he could possibly know is me, who knows about the bribe, and then of course the speaker who had this, who had the names to draw them out briefly. And the same happens in the other ten towns. Speaking of the other ten towns, uh, what about Care uh, Dineval? Who does that there? I don't know how they run things over there. They're just, I assume it's the same ordeal with the lottery. They just they pull names out of a hat and they pick one. Their speaker hasn't been I... seen in quite some time. Well, he might be dead. But there was a vote among the speakers, correct? About yeah. whether or not mm -hmm. to... Do I know would like to know if there is some way that we could learn which of these speakers voted to uh, institute the lottery? You know, a lot of these issues with the speakers, and also the Dugar, we could find answers in Cardinaville. I'll tell you that Speaker Duvesa in Bryn Chander is incredibly powerful in Ten Towns. What does she do? Well, she's the Speaker of Bryn Chander. Yeah. Bryn Chander is one of the most important trade towns. If you want to trade with the South, you have to play nice with Bryn Chander. Um. You must play nice with Bryn Chander. All the merchants are there. If you want any goods, you want steel from the South, leather, I mean, unless you're getting it from uh, getting elk leather from the elk tribe, which a lot of the Ten Towners do not necessarily like the barbarians. No offense. <laughs> You have to do business with Bryn Shander in order to get to the south. So for the smaller towns, if Bryn Shander said, vote this way or else, they would have no choice but to vote. That sucks. So Lonelywood, Kerr Conant, Kerr Dineval, Dugan's Hole, basically majority of the ten towns are already voting on her side. Do you know which way Karakonik went? I wasn't in the meeting, so I don't necessarily know, but... Their speaker seems alright. Uh, a bit of a drunk, but... The, the two Cares are... Who wouldn't be in this one? Karadinaval and Karakonik are big rivals, so they don't necessarily have ever gotten along historically. So I'd be surprised if they were... The speaker was doing most of the work in the town, probably. Mm -hmm. It could be someone we could talk to, he was a friend. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'd buy him a couple of drinks after he's been cut off and probably tell you the whole damn story. That's true. Or he'd sober up real fucking fast, to <laughs> tell you a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm also thinking... If the Dugar control Cardinavel, maybe they are influencing the speakers as well. He's been communicating via letters to Brinchander. Mm -hmm. So, 
maybe none of the speakers are to be trusted. Which is possible. It's very sketchy. Mm. Yeah. I think Speaker Whalen, I don't think, would be involved in, in such. Is that the Speaker of this town? Yes. So I, I can vouch for her, for her, uh, so she's a, a good, kind-hearted soul, only instituting this because we were strong-armed by the other towns. <clears throat> so, to circle back, in order to get our friend's possessions, you want us to figure out who's stealing your fishermen? Mm -hmm. Yes, if you, I know you're already doing so much, and you warned me about the Duergar as well. It's just that you have a wizard. You're clearly capable. And if you look at this, and she points at her militia out here, they're not capable. They are not going to f solve where my fishermen are missing. This is true. No, that's, that's, that's fair. Um, we, can, we can look into that. I'm going to give us this information, or all of the... I'll give you all of Design's effects. Nice. But they were there, they weren't taken by anyone? His belongings? Mm -hmm. No, there was nothing stolen. Okay. They didn't touch any of his belongings. They left it all. He died with everything about him. That's good to know. Just, we, I don't know exactly what he might have had, but it could be something that's dangerous to have around, or something that someone significantly worse than us might come look for, and you would not that. So. Well. I'd be careful when rummaging through his belongings because he is a wizard. Oh yeah, of course. And we didn't really touch him because we were scared of setting off some trap. That's very wise. That is very wise. And he seemed to be, I mean, other than the fact that he got murdered with an ice dagger through his chest, uh, rather capable of enchanting objects, so I didn't doubt that he could uh, trap his property. Right. Yes. Well, that's good to think about. Uh, yeah. So, one of the random, one of these fishermen will probably know where the secret, the good spot is. You just ask around. I'm sure they'll. You could probably convince them, trade them some ale or something. Sure. Mm, I have some some of my brew left over. <laughs> well. That's usually all it takes to get these fishermen talking. Anyway, I have to get back to this disaster here, <laughs> especially after what you've told me. Yes, well, we appreciate your work. Sorry we didn't have better news, but uh, well, better to uh, not be surprised. Let me know when it's summer again, right? <laughs> we'll work on that next. Okay, let's go talk to some fishermen, get them get well, some. Well, actually, I think this is an excellent booze. stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like 11.40. <laughs> yeah. We're all just like, we have so many problems. I think that's Goodbye! Yeah. Goodbye, yeah. friends. Bye. <laughs>